Come on. Come on, I got the I got I got this headshot. I got come on, peak. Peak cut SMG. Alright, whatever. Alright. Come on, Fluffy. Focus, focus. Alright. Switch to a fusion. We're gonna do a fusion. We got this hand cannon fusion. Totally take him out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. To your left, going Fluffy. To, to your left. Going up to B. I got this guy. I got this guy. I see him. I'm waiting for him to peek. I'm waiting for him. Oh, the immortal again. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm... <sighs> Fuck. So of course it's adept, too. Why am I playing adept people? Where are they? I'm not even. I don't have it. I didn't go flawless. Like, all right, whatever. Spawn up. Spawn up. We're cool. We're cool. Must Should be using target free. log. Like, obviously. Yeah, I know. God. All right. All right. We got this. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's go see. Um, all right, I'll follow you. Shoot through um, barricade on right. All right, all right, dude, dude to the right, dude. Oh. Fuck. <sighs> like, did you dude. even see that coming? Immortal, like one second, like I couldn't even turn around. All right, you know what, dude? I'm, I'm just gonna log off. I'm, I need to go post on Reddit. Like, this is too much. This is just too much. You know what? I totally agree. And if we project how angry we are, it'll obviously make everything better. So you know what? Okay. You go to Reddit. I'm going to go to Twitter. Okay. I, I think this is the best way to, to do this. Uh, constructively. Exactly. Dear Bungie. Fix immortal, your game. <laughs> how do you let a gun like this be in the game? Why mm. am I playing people with adept weapons? Oh, let me My up KD that. is trash. This gun is broken. Please nerf it now. Oh, you may as what well throw fuck? some big name in there. You, let, let's just say big name X. Yeah, what the fuck, Bungie? What the fuck? Like, literally everyone is using Immortal. Like, I, I didn't go flawless. Why am I facing Adept Immortals everywhere? It's like a one, you know, point one second TTK. Anyways, this is Fluffy. Tell me your thoughts on Immortal. All right, hey, my bad. I'm back, guys. Um, I just got that, uh, that new sub. Bro, it is amazing. With peacekeepers on, shredding everything. I Get out! Have you guys tried it yet, or no? My bad. I, I just got back. Oh, and you're probably running it with a shotgun too, huh? Yeah, I got my wastelander up top. Hell yeah! Oh, probably following it with a shoulder charge. <laughs> hey, us Titans do what we do. I love this gun. It's just it's broken, man. Like everyone has it. Like nothing beats it. Like. It is like there's no counter like you just die. You just die instantly like they can shoot you from like sniper range. It's stupid, man. You guys just got to work on getting better. I think I think that's what it is. You probably don't use subs. You guys are, you know, hunters using your hand cannons. <laughs> it's oh, time no, to no, go no, with no. the subs. You know what? I, I, I own one. But you know what? I'm even going to say it. If you're using it, you're obviously hot trash. Hacks, man. You know what? I'm 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 done with this game. I'm gonna go play Pokemon. Fuck yeah, you guys. Freak this I'm game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Slamming the uh, door on the way out. <laughs> People still play Crucible in this game. <laughs> Potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. Potato. Potato Thumbs Podcast It's Fluffy and the Admiral Playing with their fingers and their nips Oh god, Uh, thank you, thank you boys, that was wonderful And this is episode 296 
of the Immortal Podcast. I am your host, non-adept immortal owner, Fluffy Fingers MD. Uh, with me tonight, we have um, the I am working on my December beard, Admiral Nips. Coming out of my December beard, really. I'm coming out. <laughs> I want the world to know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you also heard um, my partner in Crucible Crime, um, the slumlord adept immortal using jumping over your head Canadian boy wonder sweaty spooks. How are you doing tonight? Oh, you know, just uh, looking at this immortal in disgust and shame. But at the same time, a little bit of pride because I earned it. But at the same time, like, shame. <laughs> and then, of course, we can't have the Blueberry Lounge without the Titan Main, the peacekeeping Slayer, our good friend, and the Raider's best friend, Native Raider. What's up, bud? What's up, guys? And to be completely honest, I still don't have the mortal. I still use yeah. my out of bounds and uh, I shred people with that. But wait until I get that immortal in my hands for real. <laughs> uh, it's going to be instant lock. It'll burn on my monitor <laughs> for how long it's going to be sitting in that slot. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I have absolutely no problem with that at all. I think it's fun. Uh, everyone's using it as everyone should. And um you know, uh, a good counter, a fusion rifle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> no, it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm happy that they're changing it up with new perks. And even like uh, uh, Burden and Gilk got a new perk with uh, Iron Banner this week, didn't it? Like it's got new new perk set when they brought it when they started the season. So oh, yeah, right. all of the all of the returning ones have new uh, perks. That's. Yeah, Part of the fox and everything else too. So, should I should I grind for my third god roll bite of the fox? It's a new god roll. Probably should just delete the ones you have in your uh, <laughs> in your vault and get a new one. That's uh, a, a new god roll. Didn't you update service pack three for Windows XP? I don't know. What new <laughs> is. I just watched the Lego video this week, and he had talked I about was, what to look for. Was he talking about bite of the fox? He talked about all the new Iron Banner weapons and new and interesting things you can get with them. I've been I've been uh, not able to digest my my regular YouTube uh, this week, so I'm a little behind. But um, I, I like that sniper a lot, so I would not be sad getting a new version of it. Yeah. Um. OK, so anyways, um, intros, wonder, wonderful intros like that is professionalism at its best uh, aside. Um, tonight, we have the Blueberry Lounge with us. We've had you guys on um, separately, but never together as like the official podcast. So this is kind of exciting. Hey, yeah, <laughs> thank you. And uh, um, shout out to uh, Potato Thumbs Podcast for basically fostering the environment to help us get started so we could do the podcast. So thank you for that. I mean, I don't think we've ever fostered any sort of environment. <laughs> we just show up and talk shit. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the heavy lifting is definitely done on your guys' backs. I mean, you got very active YouTube channels. You got the streaming going now. 
Um, and you're both positive people, so um, appreciate it. It's a good good combination. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate the good morning. Fluffy, you're probably one of the more active people and members in our Discord, which I just love it, man. Thank you so much. You too, Admiral, like uh, always uh, putting your little your little uh, gifts out there, your little like, you know, <laughs> your little remarks, if you will. Uh, I always have at least some sort of smart-ass remark to make sometime during the course of the day. I look forward yeah. to it too every time. I, I laughed at that little screenshot you took there that one time, Rob. <laughs> oh, which one was it? I can't remember now what kind of... Something to do with eyeballs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just seem like the right spot to be a smartass. Oh, it was all perfect. I really want was spot like. on. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very good, too, if I'm involved in uh, excelling in his smartassery. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely true. Any chance mm-hmm. I can get to give Fluffy a hard I- time. I appreciate it though. Like it's it's always tastefully done. Um, <laughs> That's what I would say about me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, have you guys been uh, playing a banner this week? Yeah, I played a little bit. Um, not not a whole lot. Maybe five rounds or something like that since it's been out. Nothing okay. too crazy, but it was fun. Yeah. I was testing out new weapons and. Trying some of the the new the new defiance weapons, the new raid weapons, and just kind of seeing how everything goes. I um I made myself do that on after the raid this week. I we jumped into Iron Banner and I was like, fuck it, I'm sniping all night. So I put on I started with Cloud Strike and uh and the Immortal, and then I switched to Occluded. Um I suck with Cloud Strike. I am so bad with that sniper. Um, but occluded finality, man, that is my bread and butter. Like I switch snipers and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, headshots. Oh, I'm landing headshots. Oh, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting too, because like I have that supposed loosely quoted God roll macabre that we were given. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you compare that with uh, like my occluded finale. I'm not sure what yours is fluffy, but mine is a opening shot snapshot. Um, and you compare the two stats side by side and like occluded finality blows it out of the water for like all of the stats from handling aim assist, all of that. And I'm like, okay, but they're both aggressive frames. They both do just as much damage to body and crit. So that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Certainly with opening shot. I, yeah, I, that's, that's the one that I put lots and lots of hours in for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking for it. There it is. Uh, opening shot, snapshot, ricochet, arrowhead. Uh, so I do not have fluted, but um, still, it's not not horrible. No, I want to try the bite of the fox because I never gave that a proper proper time to to see what it's like. So I tried to get one of those in Iron Banner. I never liked occluded finality for some reason. It just felt weird. And the macabre, like the macabre, like it, I just didn't like the sound, or like the the metal screeching together kind of sound when you shoot it. It mm. bothered me. Like I, it's yeah, hard to take off <laughs> my ISOL. My ISOL has been my baby. That's all I use. Like when it comes to Crucible, I, it's it's hard to find a replacement for that one. I think if you pull a lot of Crucible fans, you'll find that ISOL is the more popular of the two over Bite of the Fox. Um, for whatever reason that it bite of the Fox has the Mita scope on it. So it has that little, like put the hat on their head scope. Yep. Right. And for whatever reason, man, I just, I'm very consistent with it. 
I I had uh, opening shot snapshot version of it, and then they sunset it, so I had to grind that out again. And um, it's just, I don't know, it works really well. I like it. It's a good gun. Yeah, my audio solo that I got, well, I think it's also it's different too, because Battle Fox is an aggressive frame, I believe, and then ISO is adaptive. So it's yeah. got that a little bit more speedier if you like miss that first shot. And mine, I'm running, I got snapshot surplus, um, accurized chambered. And it, I don't know, like it's not like some kind of god tier roll, but it just feels great, bro. I don't know what it is. I've tried other ISOs, like, and this one has always been the one that just hit it for me. Isn't it funny? Like, snipers snipers are definitely like one of those guns in destiny where it's there's a lot of feel to it like a lot of feel preference when you're using one mm-hmm. yeah, so. it's the one gun well maybe not the one gun but one of the few archetypes of her weapon types where i don't really care like what people say is the best because you can make your weak ass sniper rifles good if you hit your headshots right it's whatever gun feels best in your hands and yep. you know the one you're most comfortable with knowing the draw time the you know where the reticle is going to be all that kind of stuff so it might not be a god tier by any stretch of the imagination but if you hit your shots with it who cares if it's not god tier in your hands it is yep yeah dad i i definitely agree with that um yeah so i played i played some um iron banner it's uh it's iron banner i mean you know it's it's control iron banner so we've been playing control pretty heavily since d2 launched so it is what it is right yes yeah oh, I, have not, uh, I have not played any sort of uh crucible in like two seasons with the exception of like the few nights we had here of scrims and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm thinking about it, but it's not happened yet. We'll put it that way. <laughs> would, would you guys like the light level being disabled in iron banner? Or do you wish that that was back? I'm just curious. Uh, for myself, um, I personally enjoyed having the advantage of having a higher light level, but do I think that's good for the game? <laughs> that's the question. And, you know, I don't think it's hurting anything by not having it enabled. I'm still like I was in there today and uh, like, don't get me wrong. I still have my matches where I definitely get stomped out. But like it was weird because I always found Iron Banner to be a different experience than regular crucible even with the light level disabled and what i mean by that is like when you're doing the pub like quick play as an example my kda always seems to be lower but the second i jump into iron banner it like shoots up so i don't know if i'm like what kind of stats i'm looking at maybe because a quick play it's looking at my career stats which obviously intrinsically is going to be lower than usual and then when i jump into iron banner it shoots up because i'm seeing that improvement maybe i'm not sure but I've always noticed yeah. that difference. I think there is um, skill-based matchmaking differences between the two, for sure. Iron Banner, the key, the KDA displayed an Iron Banner, too, is per season. Mm-hmm. So, like, last season, I kept mine above 2.0 um, because I was there the second week, and uh, after grinding the shit out of the first week, I'm like, oh, I better <laughs> actually try for the rest of this week. Um, 
And I did it. And then that. So now I'm like this season, I'm like, I'm just going to go back to using stupid weapons while Iron Banner's around because like have fun. Why not? Right. That's more fun than anything else anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was uh, using some of my crafted weapons just to level them up. So like as an example, I pulled out uh, what's that shotgun? It is called Wastelander. Um, how that's the one that native runs with his uh, SMG. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, even, though, even though I think they're both kinetic. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. I realized that after I said it. I was like, shit, that's a strand one, isn't it? A mortal strand. <laughs> but yeah, yep. so like I was starting to level that up today and I had some pretty banger games with it. First off, I didn't realize the intrinsic quick draw benefits that Wastelander has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I discovered that today. And like, I mean, I'm a shotgun main. So pulling a shotgun out within 15 meters is already in my nature. But if you catch me by surprise and I happen to have the Wastelander. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. So yeah, I I pulled out a banger of a game today. Like I was, I surprised myself. I actually applied myself from beginning of the match all the way to the end. And I only died twice and I got 21 kills, 10.5 KD. Um, there was a point where I almost died a third time because I was trying to dodge a blade barrage successfully, by the way. <laughs> and um, I dodged backwards away from the rock because I knew that he was going to pull out a shotgun and go rush around the corner. Sure enough. So by me just going in and taking that step back, pulling my shotgun out, I just stood there. <laughs> and I took out Buddy with his blade barrage. And yeah, he didn't get me. So anyways, that was a fun experience today in Iron Banner. There was a Reddit post video thing that I saw today and the title said, just keep calm. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and this dude dodges to go invisible and goes around the corner and five of the enemy team is coming at him. And he li- and he has like one or two guys jump over him and he literally runs through the middle of the enemy team and not a single bullet was fired <laughs> at him. And he goes to A and caps A. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, how did that just happen? That's it, was so, it, was, it was so great to watch. Like, <laughs> I wish I could have clipped it because in that same match, um, I was using the uh, Void Deadfall anchor. You, you know which one? Not the three yeah, yeah yeah just the one dead end. anyways so from spawn um where i guess a flag would be um i was gonna go towards no sorry i guess yeah it would have been b flag going towards a flag anyways um five of the enemy team was there and i was invis so i caught them by surprise i popped my super and dropped the anchor down right in the middle of them and I got a three tap off on one of them and all five of them died. It was amazing to watch that's it in awesome. Crucible. <laughs> that's cool. Hell yeah. It, that's never happened for me before ever. So anyways. Yeah, right. yeah I think they, they they like changed that super right. So when you apply damage to one, it affects all of them. Yeah. And so. I wouldn't realize it till I seen it and used it for myself. I was like, whoa, did I really just wipe out all five of them by killing that one? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it could be very deadly in trials if they're all grouped up together, right? And you usually save that particular uh, super for flag or uh, checkpoint or whatever, I guess. Cap point, sorry. Yep. Yep, that's yeah. a good call for sure. Um. Oh, hey, before I forget. Okay, because I want... We, we haven't been talking about Destiny 
last week with the music episode. So we definitely have some stuff to go over with you guys. But we have have a million questions. Yeah, we have questions. So let's hit questions first before we forget. And then we'll go from there. Great um, episode, by the way. 70% of the questions are written by... Uh, by Sweaty. Books, but uh, <laughs> he gets to answer his own questions now. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. All right, I'll jump back and forth between Sweaty and other people because he is probably 50% of these. Um, <laughs> They're meant for other folks, but sure, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like this one. Uh, it speaks to me um, in the herbal sense. If you have a cheetah traveling southwest at 40 miles per hour, and I appreciate the freedom units being used here. Okay. If you have a cheetah traveling southwest at 40 miles an hour and a puma traveling northeast at 34 miles per hour, how many hot dog stands would you stop at while not caring to figure out the math? Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm over here like ready like almost like a calculator in hand like, everything okay, down. <laughs> all right so we got this cheetah we got this puma okay hot dogs interesting so do you guys have hot dog stands in any of your cities because we don't no nah, nah, <laughs> it's all taco stands out here in soca i mean all the hot dog and like the hot dog places that have popped up are like fancy hot dog places you know oh, yeah. like in like downtown where you, you get like I don't know, like a grass-fed horse butt hot dog um, <laughs> with all the fixings. I mean, <laughs> but that's me. good. Give me that grass-fed usually, horse butt. <laughs> I mean, they usually have good beer, so it's it's usually, I mean, I'm not going to have a bad time there. <laughs> uh, okay, so so zero uh, spooks. That it, the, the answer is zero. Yeah. One wiener schnitzel. That's it. One wiener schnitzel. That's the closest we get to a hot dog stand is a wiener schnitzel. (laughs) That that works. Um. Okay. Average D two player says, "Question for Fluffy: When are you going to carry me to the lighthouse?" Uh, And Trash Panda also jumped in here. Can I tag along when you carry average D two player? Um. Well, as everyone on this call knows, I am definitely the best PvP player here, and I often carry people to the lighthouse. Um, Basically, how I'm, you spend your weekends? It is really like m- like my kids don't ever see me because all I'm doing is carrying people to the lighthouse all weekend he, long. Fluffy is so good; he's above having the adept immortal. I know. I, I literally delete all of my adept immortals and just stick with the basic one because I'm still gonna beat you in a gunfight. So <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've seen, seen you run it. I've seen you run it with Kavastov the entire the entire seven rounds. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Make great Grenader Jake look like a scrub. Yeah, I I even choose the worst subclasses. You know, it's like does this one work well? Uh, we aren't gonna use it then. Um. So, uh, fist of havoc. To hit a tether if the option's there. He's like, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> That's still my my favorite flawless run is missing every single tether all the way to the lighthouse. That was, <laughs> that was oh, so good. God. That was such a such a good time. Um, so uh, so um, average D two player and uh, trash panda. Well, I do appreciate your, um. Your thoughts about my skills. Uh, the only way I go is if uh, Sweaty and someone else is carrying me or Native and someone else is carrying me. 
Um, so when Trials becomes a six stack, maybe, or if we talk about the changes coming to Trials, maybe. But uh, right now, um, pretty sure my KDA for Trials was like 0.6 last season. But, but I, you I did, did play like 400,000 games. I did play. I did play like that like does make a difference. Eight or nine hundred <laughs> games, and I did make it to the lighthouse like four or five times last season. But. And you were saying you were you were mostly solo too, on top of yeah. that, correct? Yeah. yeah. And you did I mean, get a solo flawless, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, I did. I did do that. And That's impressive. I, yeah, and and realistically, like I don't expect to have a good KD playing solo because the whole point of playing solo was to farm rep and to just practice like to just to just go in there and get the shit kicked out of me but practice 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 right like what mistakes am i making how how can i play better with my team why did i die there you know and and you're at a disadvantage but if you go in knowing you're at a disadvantage and just keep doing the reps like use it to your advantage make yourself better with it so I'm taking a look at my seasonal KD history. The very first time I stepped foot into trials would be season 10. I would do, let's see, six matches. And I would come out with a 0.24 KD. <laughs> seasonal 11, it, uh, it's 60 matches. It comes to a 0.5 KD. <laughs> 0.8 KDA. So that's that's... Upwards. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think KDA is important in trials versus KD, right? Because you want to play yeah. your life, but are you playing your life with your team or are you sitting in the back playing your life? True. And you know? I can confidently say from season 14 onwards, I have a positive KDA. Nice, dude. That's okay. I have never looked at these stats before, so I'm kind of like surprised myself. That's kind of cool. No, I think I think both of you two are are good players for sure. So. I'm not surprised. I do want to get us three uh, one of these weekends to to run a card together. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, if Absolutely. I am in town, I am definitely down. Okay, a uh, question from one of the hosts at Blueberry Lounge. Um, the the encounter triumph failed is a new quality of life change I've noticed recently. Well, in Ron. Do you think these small changes like this majorly improve quality of life, or do you think it feels so minuscule that it isn't even noticeable? Um, so are you are you asking about adding challenges to the raid, or just the message about it, or or what's the uh... just the message is what he's saying with because that's okay. the new thing. Uh, oh, it is okay. Like okay. when you when you fail the triumph, it tells you on the screen that you failed it, so you know you did it. Like if it's mm. a you know, you're trying to do X or Y for whatever reason. And obviously with the uh the triumphs being uh attached to the percentage of the exotic dropping that people will want to try to do the triumph. So telling them when they failed will be helpful. Yeah, and I think that's the first time that they added if correct me if I'm wrong, but to a new raid. It was always just the reprise raids that they had the challenges. So this was brand new for for a new raid to have challenges. Yeah. I like it. I think I think doing things to give people more loot and um adding stuff to the raid is a good thing and telling them that they failed it is a good thing. So Absolutely. I do enjoy telling people they failed. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was looking up the challenges right now in the new raid, and uh, some of them don't tell you what the challenge is, and then a couple of them do. And uh, one of them was, I think we, we were trying to do it that, that one time as well, to where it's uh, in that Sijin, Sijin encounter where you're crossing with the, the man portals to, to dunk everything, um, mm-hmm. to keep all the, the, the shielded combatants uh, until, yep. until you're on the same floor and then kill them all at once or whatever at the end. Yep. And there, there was another one where it says, uh, in Cataclysm, which is the first encounter, defeat all scions within one second of each other. So people don't have to communicate hey, about to kill it, about to kill it, which doesn't seem too hard. I think that would be. No, be all no. Right. I think especially like when you have comp- competent people like doing it, like we were trying to do that, the challenge on the second part when the three of us ran it. And I think, I think that we had more problems to deal with. Like cloud was like in the 1750s, right? Yeah, yeah, she was and, pretty low. And and dude, she blew me away because she stayed alive. Like she played her life way better than I did and I was in the 1800s. Um but we had two new people with us. And so I think if you have people that have run the raid a few times and that know them know how to run it and they're at light, I think those challenges are much more obtainable for sure. Yeah, I think Slammon was pretty low too. Her dad, I believe he was kind of yeah. like 1780, maybe something like that. Around yeah, that he was area. in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, but they both like they both did amazing. You know? Yeah, like, it's not were, like they were they weren't tanking the team or nothing like that. We were we were moving and grooving like it was. It, it's yeah. not like you you noticed it at all. Well, and then on top of that, they're both really good people, you know. So it's just it just I don't know. That's what you want in a raid, right? Someone who's who's positive and and just cool to hang out with for the the raid experience and then um is good at playing their life and doing their shit Man, yeah exactly get that day <laughs> and one grumpy one one grumpy <laughs> raid day to throw in the mix keep everybody on track it's not all roses and sunshine out here <laughs> he's gonna pull them back in well i mean you know part of that is because his raid team was just like a bunch of degenerates who are always intoxicated so well uh, sometimes depending bit. on depending on the raid team uh, like last it, Monday bro. we <laughs> had a rather enjoyable little run where Ghost was giving me shit about uh, me saying, "Oh, it should take us ten minutes to beat the boss. We're professionals now." And I was we failed like twice, and he's like, "Oh, it's us No, it was it was twice because we had failed the we tried to do all six, and then we failed the shelter the first time, and then oh, okay. we got it the the third try. But Ghost was like, "Oh, it's only take us ten minutes. We're professionals." And then we beat it in exactly ten minutes, and I was like. You know what, Ghost? Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to write um, with you, man. You said drunk degenerates. That's that's up my alley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was definitely. Yeah, the old raid team was definitely that was where it's at. So we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely have a intoxicated run, though. I'm down with that. That should be a challenge. It's yeah, fun. I- Bungie sends you Bungie sends you like a a breathalyzer and you're not allowed to join the raid until you hit a certain BAC you can only go to the next level (laughs) (laughs) send video proof of a shot you know after each encounter we definitely have done post raid shots before because it was like well when we get a clear we'll take a shot and It was like, all right, the raid's over. Everybody hopped on a call and <laughs> took a shot together. Turn on your cameras. Yep. Okay, uh, this one's from Brisbear. 
Uh, he says, will you miss Lance Reddick? And then he says, that's a dumb question. Of course we will. So I will amend it and say, what is your favorite Riddick or your, what is your favorite Riddick role? Reddick. Sorry. Riddick. Uh, Zavala, The Wire, John Wick, Fringe, Other. He has always been a guy. Uh, he's always been that guy for me when I was like, oh yeah, that guy. I like him. Um, I will, I will second that Briz. Like I, when I see him in movies and stuff, I always am like, I like this guy. He's, he's like a good, like character, like, you know, anyways, um, what do you guys think? What was your favorite role of his? Hmm. I remember, I can't remember the name of the show and that's what's bothering me, but it was a TV show and, um, he was kind of a host and he was dressed up in a nice suit. Uh, it was like a, a very dark Navy blue, but anyways, <clears throat> he was talking about uh, just in general, American presidential history, um, hmm. and how the security of, um, things like the white house have adapted over the years and some of the reasons why. And then of course it would go into like a cut scene documentary of like some of the footage of real life of what happened. Like, with uh, just American history in general. From Kennedy, um, there was an incident where there was a young boy who was flying his drone, um, and it accidentally went over the gate uh, and landed on the lawn. Um, and since then, I guess they've uh, been a lot more conscious of their airspace and have made some upgrades and stuff. But anyways, in that particular show, um, I actually found he, he was also the narrator as well. So as you're looking oh, through that's cool. stuff, yeah, it, it just made it really interesting. I was like, this is great. I can't remember the name of it. Something to do with uh, presidential security over the years, but I can't remember if it was on Crave or if it was Prime or Netflix, but it was one of those streaming services. That's awesome, man. I got to check that out. I'm going to have to Google that and try to find out because that sounds super interesting. For me, it's it's you know being Commander Z. I mean, Zavala, yep. like that that was it. You know, uh, I had seen him here and there on other stuff, but um, him as Zavala and following him on Twitter and seeing him jump down and get into the game, play the game. I thought that, I mean it's just cool, man. Like sitting there doing you know changing his voice, doing his videos and changing his voice into his Zavala voice, like right before he plays. I just Titan rallies. I, I love that. Yeah, I love that. You know, he played a warlock, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's fine, but he gets a pass. I mean, he is he totally the gets Titan Vanguard. Yeah, I'm yelling at him right now in game, actually. Um, how about you, Rob? It's Daniels from The Wire for me. I mean, The Wire is probably my favorite TV show of all time. And I need to watch that. He plays such a huge that. role in it for all of the seasons. Um, so. That was where he was introduced to me, and then he became Commander Zavala later. Uh, and I was like, I know this voice before, long before I ever looked up any of that stuff. And it was just like, yep, that's exactly who I hoped it would be. I'm all about that. So for me, it's, yeah, it's definitely the uh, Reddick, or I'm sorry, Daniels from The Wire. I, uh, I, I don't know if it's my favorite role for him, but I... I do really like his character in the John Wick movies. Um, especially like his interaction with the dog in John Wick 2, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, I don't know. Good dude. Definitely will be missed. Um, 
So on the same lines, average D2 player says, what is your favorite voice line from Destiny 2 from the great man himself, Lance Reddick? Um, it, by all means, if you guys remember any voice lines, just go for it. Cause I, mean, I, I, I assume he's going for the the Mars strike mission, the Volastaric. Um, oh, yeah, that one. That whether, one we wanted it or not. whether we want it or not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, that's probably it for me, too. That one is plenty good. I, I'm going to go with the season of the haunted when we saw his backstory and he was just talking about it, like his whole life coming up and everything like that. And he talks about his wife and his son. That was just, bro. I was like riveted. I was sucked in during that, that scene right there. That was one of those, what do they call it? Line art or something like that. I forget. What the, oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It was during season of the haunted, I believe. And that yep. was, that was amazing. It was so amazing. And then of course, just the, you know, the good old indeed, like his indeed, the way he says yeah. that. Such yeah, a good that's, one too. that's classic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, sweaty has a question about the raid. We will talk about the raid later. Cause we haven't done that yet on the show. Um, so let's go from sweaty spooks, ham sandwich or deli meat sub. Toasted ham for me with cheese. <laughs> what kind of cheese? Uh, probably old cheddar. And do you have any sauces on there? Or is it just ham and cheese? Well, mayonnaise, mustard, that'd be it. Okay. Maybe an onion, pickles. I like it. <laughs> um, Deli, probably. Like, that was the two choices, right? Ham sandwich? Or yeah, ham yeah. 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 I go with a deli. I like, like roast beef and some white American melted with a little bit of chipotle sauce. Yep. I will garbage to your meat, so not ham. (laughs) (laughs) This is coming from someone who grew up on a pig farm. That is a true (laughs) statement. Does not change Uh, my feeling about ham. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean I'm gonna go deli sub because I I like trying food. Um, I love sandwiches. I love bread. Like bread is bread is where it's at. Um, so give me a fresh bread. Um, throw whatever meat on there you want. You know, like I'm pretty open to trying new things. If I go to a new sandwich shop, um, you know, there's one in St. Louis that's in like a deli that we go to. That's by my sister-in-law's house when we stay there. And they have, I mean, they have... I don't know, 20, 30 subs. They have all sorts of different subs up on the menu. And there's always a line. Like there's always like six to 10 people waiting in this like weird deli mini supermart type of shop. But they have great subs and they have beer. And so I would just walk up to the counter and I'm like, make me whatever you think is good today. Like surprise me. Like I'm, I'm open, man. Just throw something together for me that you think I'll like. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some usually it it works. Sometimes sometimes you get people that have no imagination, but uh, <laughs> you, you know that's just part of rolling the dice, right? Okay, uh, let's see. This is from LAX Rocker 9 Question four: Three-time pro rank card ninja Admiral Nips. Can you talk about the difference between the game's two arc exotic trace rifles and the situations in which you decide to use one over the other? 
Right. Um, so I ran, this is my buddy, uh, real life buddy, Chad. Uh, and I ran with his raid group last Sunday. Uh, and they were doing a quick deep stone boss clear for the red border. And then uh, we ran the root of nightmares. And I was like, hey, do you guys normally have a div person? Because I was like, just coming in. And he's like, yeah, but he's the guy who's going to be gone. So, so I went to dim, grabbed my my divinity threw it on brought it up to level uh we had a little bit of a learning curve because there was another new guy who didn't know how to do the four ball strat at uh tanix so we had to you know teach him that we finally got to a dps phase and i hit him and then somebody asked is a div on and i'm like uh i don't see the bubble and then somebody asked else asked is that cold heart and i'm like <laughs> 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 the trace rifle I had was Cold Heart because we did that run with this Raider that one time where we all put Cold Hearts on. And oh, God damn it. It was so, yes, to answer your question, uh, <laughs> Cold Heart does not do what you wanted to do in the raid. Uh, when <laughs> so, yeah, that was the that was the story behind that. I got got hosed. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, however, bad. if you guys all six were running cold heart, bro, easy. Probably would have been dub. easy mode, yeah. Easy dub. Probably would have been easy mode. Um, okay, question from Sweaty Spooks. Uh Sweaty says, <laughs> this gotta be so funny for you, man. <laughs> I'm a heavy smoker and I often wish I wasn't, mostly due to how expensive it is. For Mr. Mm. Fluffy, and I'm gonna include Rob on this. Uh, did you have to mentally prepare yourself to quit, or was there an experience that just turned you off of them? Uh, I'll go first, and then Rob, I know you used to smoke a bunch too. Um, so, Spooks, I started smoking when I was in, like, sixth grade, I think. Um, I smoked a lot for a long time. Like, in high school, like, I was just, I couldn't drive my car and not be smoking cigarettes um, before I had a car, like I'd get home from school and I'd sneak out in the woods behind my house. I don't know why, uh, but I thought that I could just sneak out into the woods and smoke cigarettes out there before my, before my mom came home. Um, so like I built the habit for a long time before I decided I wanted to quit. And I tried, was it Chantix was the prescription thing that makes makes them taste bad and that worked but i mentally wasn't ready to quit so i just kept smoking after like six months and just, just forced my, taste yeah just forced myself to like them again like uh. even though they tasted horrible like i just it was that bad um i quit smoking on and off for probably a good decade plus before it really clicked maybe actually no it was at least 15 years before it really clicked like i think i was like 20 when i started trying and it wasn't until um shit it might have been 20 years that i was trying to quit it wasn't until like 2019 2020 that i actually just did not have any desire to smoke a cigarette again and, you know, there are periods of time where I go like six months or nine months. Um, but I always get like drunk at a bar somewhere or something and have one from a friend. And then that just I always snowball into more. Um, 
smoking's fucked up, dude. And uh, nicotine is nicotine's a horrible drug. And so, yeah, I think it's probably the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. And I think I just got lucky that um, getting fit and running changed my attitude about it and just wanting the most lung capacity I could have. Um, and I just stayed away from it long enough that now it really bothers me when I smell it. So, yeah, shit's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it is. Uh, it sucks. It really does. But it's not easy. Know. It's not. Uh, Rob, you you were smoking quite a bit, too, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I smoke from what college through till I would say. I don't know, five years ago. And then, I mean, obviously I was the whole time I was trying to quit and failing miserably. Yeah. Uh, I guess I quit when Maddie moved in for a while. Cause I didn't want to deal with having to try to hide it from anybody or anything like that. Uh, so I just quit cold Turkey then. And then, uh, she moved out and I went right back to smoking. And then, uh, now Karina moved in. And so that was the thing that got me to quit fully this time. Uh, so to answer your question, I've done it cold turkey. It's not easy. It's not really necessarily even, I don't even know how to say it. But I know it won't work for everybody. For me, it worked that way, right? Uh, yeah. I was able to do it. But uh, I was always trying to quit. Like, even as I was buying them, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to quit. But then I, you know, wasn't really trying to quit. I was just telling myself every time I bought a new pack that this was the last pack for, for as long as I had them. Oh, it's always your last pack. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it I, was never my last pack. I <laughs> so did, it I, really was my last pack. I did so many things too, like uh, nicotine gum, patches. Um, I would tell myself that I could only have one, so I'd go out and spend 10 bucks on a pack of cigarettes, and I'd smoke one, and then I'd go to the sink and run water over the pack so the rest of them were ruined, and then toss it in the garbage. Uh, yep. That didn't do anything. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I think... You know, for me, it was always like if I could get if I could get three or four days in, then then you kind of get a little bit past the streak. Mm -hmm. And then the next like it isn't easy, but it's easier after those three or four days. And then the more obviously the more time you put between it, the better. But man, those first few days, like trying to function or do anything, um, it's helpful to not be in your own native environment, uh, you know like with things that trigger you wanting to smoke. Yeah. That I helps. think Germany was basically when I went to Germany and I was like on a work trip with work people, I was like, I don't want to smell like smoke with all these people who work in healthcare and stuff like that. So that was yeah. really the one that got me to quit completely. I came back and I was just like, nah, I'm done. But I would say the thing for me is, yeah, the trick is to not have cigarettes on you at this time as you trigger. For me, it was like driving or letting the dog out on the back porch so I just made sure yep. I didn't have them around then. And then my cravings weren't as bad. And the weird yeah, the weird thing is, I had a year and a half of not smoking anything. And just one day, there was a free, freshly unopened package of cigarettes on the ground that just magically appeared one day. <laughs> and I was like, but it's free. Yep. <laughs> and I've been no, stuck ever since. Shit's uh the hardcore drug for sure 
It is. And actually, I'll chime in real quick because I, I smoked yeah. for a long time. I shit, I think I had my very first cigarette. I didn't start smoking at that time, but at like five years old, my older sister's hiding still in cigarettes, hiding from my mom <laughs> behind the apartments in the trees and yeah. shit. Yeah. And but I, I started smoking um, like normally about 17 years old and it was just nonstop, man. It was cigarettes. It started with like black and milds and then, um, you know, went to like some some ports and then from there, like just marbles and whatnot. And I smoked heavy up until um, like three years ago, three, four years ago is when I quit. And um, like we were buying a house, my first time buying a house, shit like that. And I, was like, I don't want that around the house. I don't want the smell. You know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It yeah. was definitely the motivator. Um, yeah, I didn't quit nicotine, however. I, like I, I switched to Jewel pods, and I started doing Jewel, and like that, mm. it was a rough transition, but it worked. And recently, I just transitioned off of Jewel pods into um, just a regular kind of vaporizer. You know, called a smock that has the nicotine salts in it, and that's what I've been using. And um, I don't got the smell, and I know it's still not healthy, but it's a lot less unhealthy than you know the actual burning of paper and tobacco. So yeah, dude. For, for a while, for almost a no, a little over a year, because I was like, man, this is like cigarette prices shot up in Cali like crazy. You know, you're talking about ten, eleven dollars for a pack when it was like five dollars, you yeah. know, five, six bucks. And so I actually started rolling my own. I got me a roller machine and I would buy the loose tobacco and mm-hmm. I would buy the, the empty tubes. Rollies. And, and I would just I would make it like a, you you put the tube that has a filter and everything and and just make it my get up in the morning, make my cigarettes for the day and then you know, off to work. And yep. at one point I was up to like two packs a day. Like that was during deployment. So, so it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more, yeah, like the, smoke yeah. a lot, you know, but in yeah. Afghanistan and Iraq, I was smoking about two packs a day and these were shitty cigarettes, like shitty dry ass, like L and M's that have Arabic writing yep. all over them, you know, but I'm glad, man, I, I'm glad I quit now when I smell somebody that's smoking or they come into the office or, or whatever. It's like, it's crazy. It's like, man, I used to, that used to be me. You know what I mean? That oh, is so sorry. Yeah. You guys like, never meet me. Oh that, that guy like, right I was now. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> nose blind to it because, you know, you yeah. just have it, you know? And I was like sitting there thinking like, my son would smell me like that. My wife would smell me like that. I'm giving her a kiss. Yeah. Like, it's like, damn. So still not off the nicotine, but hey, that's, that's another hurdle for another day. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely tried to do the vape thing for a while as well. Um, I'd go back and forth for sure. But yeah, it's hard, man. It is really hard. When I worked at the club, like we could smoke indoors still then, you know, in the early 2000s. So like I'm at work and I can drink and take shots all all night long at the bar while people are partying and just smoke cigarettes like behind the bar. So it's just like, you know, work really hard and then go chain smoke a cigarette or two real quick and then go back and work really hard. And yeah, yeah, man, I get that. I get the whole work environment. Uh thing especially if you're stuck in a place where everyone's smoking and drinking for like you know 12 16 hours so yeah okay good talk we wish you luck my friend if you do try to go down at that path it's uh it's not an easy one no nope, but it's uh, a good one to go down to eventually yep yeah eventually we'll get there um i don't think i'm quite there yet but i'll say We've been having some talks between me and my wife, so we hope to accomplish that at some point soon. Yeah, man, hit me up too, like, because it, it was it was definitely tough, and the little transition that I kind of told you that I was doing, like, it, it definitely helped. And it's instead of you know, it's great if you can go cold turkey like Rob does. Like, I mean, bro, shout out to that because I I definitely don't think I'd have the 
the mental fortitude to actually do that. But um, I also failed 850 times and then I finally yeah, stopped. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you totally, 100%. Yep. When, when I tore my knee out, I, I tore my ACL, my meniscus, and my MCL, like completely out. Um, Jeez, and dude. I was, I was laid up in the bed and I, I, they gave me, what was it, like oxycodones. And I don't, I don't, I hate medicine, bro. Like I don't take Tylenol or nothing. I don't even take Advil. And yeah. when I was on that, and obviously my knee was like that and I was on crutches and stuff, I couldn't really move too much. Like I didn't smoke for those two weeks, but at the same time I was on some kind of like apparently it's pretty strong oxycodones and i didn't, yeah, yeah. I, didn't I didn't give a shit about no cigarette yeah, yeah. i mean you're you're tripping on like a low dose of heroin basically yeah 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 but then once those were out it was right back to smoking and it sucks yeah hope to give it up someday but i love it too much and that's my problem well no actually that's not my problem but I don't know. I will, I will get into it on the show, but I'll say that there's uh, some stresses in the life. T- <laughs> so yeah, I'm smoking right now, but yep, maybe someday we'll put it down. Yeah, man. That's the fun part about life. The stress never actually goes away, no matter what. Which so, is true. Yeah, yeah, fine. exactly. I mean, for me, it was finding a healthy way to blow off steam instead of burning through. I remember there was a night the uh, Badgers were playing Arizona State. It was like a ridiculous football game. And the refs didn't place the ball in time. And, like, the clock ran out because the refs were slow. And I'm just, like, got so worked up. I was, like, I had been good for about, I don't know, two weeks at that point, three weeks. Went out, bought a pack of cigs, smoked them all that evening. Woke up the next oh, day, I'm like, man. oh, my God, what the hell am I doing? That was a bit of a wake-up call that maybe we need to handle ourselves a little bit healthier. So, yeah, it takes time, for sure. I appreciate um, it, guys. We have a few questions left, but I'm going to save them for next week. Uh, so Average D2, Spooks, and Trash Panda, thank you. We'll, we'll address them next week. I want to kind of move on and chat about D2 and all this other stuff that we didn't get to talk about last week, if that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, so uh, I know I know that uh, you guys talked about it on Blueberry Lounge with... Um, you guys had Guardian Hub on this past week. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingsley and uh, Des were there the whole time. Sin showed up for a while. Um, you guys definitely talked about the raid, but I'm going to make you talk about it again. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, let's do it. First of all, like overall impressions, let's go around the room. Like, what do people think about the raid in general? Um, yeah. So, Rob, you go first. Beautiful. Um, fun. I enjoy it. It is super easy. Uh, you know, we've I've basically have my time every single time I've run it now. I've been in there three times and first time it took us four hours with nobody knowing what to do. Next time it was a new group all together who had never done it before. It took us two hours and then we got the old raid group together and it took us all of what, like, uh, an hour the other day. To do an it, hour so. with people fucking around and not trying to go fast. That was the impressive thing, right? Like, yeah. so my thought is that, uh, yeah, it's going to be as teams get better, it's going to be easier and easier to do. And I don't really have a problem with it, but it's definitely a, uh, not a difficult raid. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think back to vanilla d2 raids and um one of our favorite raids was a 45 minute raid 
that was not that difficult, but it was still a lot of fun to continually run. So I um I'm with you on that. I really think it's very beautiful. I like it because it's new. Um I still feel like it's fun even though it's not like really, really hard, right? Because like yeah, Vow, um, Vow is hard, right? So this is definitely easier, but I don't I don't see it as a bad thing. And I, I've seen I've seen a lot of people address it as a bad thing, and I'm very positive about it still. Like we'll see how I feel at the end of the season, but I I would maybe it's just because I've run King's Fall a million times, but I'd much rather run this raid than King's Fall right now. Light ladder light level doesn't matter right now in a lot of ways, and it's gonna matter even less. So you wanna run a harder raid? Go run one of the harder raids. Like there's nothing stopping you from doing it. Um That's sort of my thought on it is like some raid it's nice to have a mix of raids in terms of the amount of time it's mm-hmm. gonna take. I'd like yep. having some that take me 45 minutes and others it'll take two hours and stuff like that yep um native what do you think um kind of along the same lines with you guys it's for one it's beautiful the art is crazy crazy nice like i I love the way it looks i like the the mechanics of the raid i thought it was Mm -hmm. really cool the 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 running back and forth uh planets is probably my most favorite thing in the game pve wise to this point but I also haven't ran all the other raids. Like I still never ran the Last Wish. Uh, I've only ran um, some of the other raids like once. You know, King's Fall is probably my most. I maybe got, I don't know, around twenty clears on that one. So I'm not a big like raider, even though it's in the title. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> kind of raider. You know what I mean? But um, I like it, man. I think it's fun. I think the weapons are super cool too. Like the the pistol, the, the sidearm that goes that. That thing slaps. I can't wait to get a good roll. So I'm going to definitely be grinding this one out, running it as much as possible because it's beautiful. It's easy. And I think it's got decent rewards. Awesome. Sweaty. Yeah, I think I'm right on par with you guys. Um, I'm of the opinion that not every single raid in this game has to be like extremely super difficult or super long. Like uh, I recall Elmer Fudd, uh, recalling the Leviathan as one of his favorite raids, um, not because it was super difficult or anything. If anything, it was just because, well, it, it was a fun raid to just pull people through. You know, it didn't have to be super difficult or anything like that. Uh, it didn't have to be super time intensive either. So, I mean, you know, I think it's about time that we got a raid of this caliber, if you will. Um. Perhaps not a popular opinion. Probably going to get a third degree for it, but meh. That's that's just my opinion. It also, very aesthetically pleasing as well. Like it, oh, it's a very so nice. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the armor is very unique. Like when you see the <laughs> armor out there, you know where it's from. I, you know, it, it's it's. I like that they're pushing boundaries. Like that's one thing I'll say is I like that they're breaking the mold of of armor more and more so i see that as a good thing that it's it's like so vastly different than anything we've really seen you know so that's that's awesome i want i want more of that except it's super ugly but other than that it's great (laughs) i dude i want the warlock robes i don't care what anyone says give me multiple arms (laughs) Um, it reminds me of something out of like Mortal Kombat or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, 
So I think my favorite part of this raid is the jumping puzzle from going from planets to Nezi. Um, because I love that whole angled off center MC Escher like, stairs. MC Escher ass jumping puzzle. Like I wish I wish that that was the longest jumping puzzle in the raid and that the the grab light and dark buffs was the shortest. Um I will say this this time that we just ran um this where we did it in like an hour. Yeah. Uh do you know what my strategy was? Don't kill anything. No, my strategy was just run and don't get any of the buffs. I was the first person to the top. Yeah. I just let it wipe me and then just started running immediately. Like, I think I stopped for like two or three buffs and then I was just like, you know what? Like, this is dumb. Like, I'm just going to run. Like, I, <laughs> I got the buffs for the secret chest because we had to wait for everyone. Right. And I opened up the secret chest and then I was just like, nope, I'm just going. I'm just going to let it wipe me and then I'm going to just keep running. Yeah, seems reasonable. Uh, it it worked, dude. Like it, I don't know. We're the quickest. Yep, that's what they that's what they all say. That's what all the ladies say about fluffy <laughs> fingers. <MD. laughs> uh, I do need to figure out the red border thing though, um, so that I can make sure that I'm doing that every run now. Because we native, we saw it, but I didn't fully get it when when he showed it to us. Did you did you understand it? Yeah, kind of, kind of. I, I think I'm on the same as you, the same tip. Like there was the one going down the stairs. There was another one further in the raid and it was connecting. It was like before the boss. I, those were the only two that I really saw. But I think that he said that there was three, but I know at the beginning, I, I don't know where to get it, but it tells you the order in which you're supposed to link them. Like, cause he was like dark light, light. And I think that's how you link those certain points to unlock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I remember going down to the room um, but it was already whatever he did down there was already done. So by the time um, I made my way down there, I was just by myself and I'm like, ah, oh, this is not helpful for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's the way it is. Like at the beginning, you see the sequence in which you're supposed to link the the light and darks together. And then there's the, the two locations that I know of. I don't know if there's a third, but the two locations that I saw. And then you have to do it in that sequence. Okay. Yeah, it'd be great to get red border chests, but uh, three full clears and a couple more runs, and I've gotten the grenade launcher, and that's it for weapons. So uh, I don't really care about red borders right now, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, it's funny that you said that sidearm, because I have had that sidearm. I think I had, like, so many of those sidearms drop, dude, in the past two raids that I've done. No red borders, but still. Yeah, if you like weapon, I've had drops. If you like the them in like sidearms in general in the Crucible, mm -hmm. I, I recommend you just give it a shot, man. It, it does feel really good, and it nice. it does have a unique. Um, well, I think it may, maybe for all of those ones for the raid, but that Paracausal Affinity perk, uh, the weapon perk that that can roll on it, which yeah. is interesting. Maybe not so much for PvP, but for PVE wise. But in the Crucible, it felt amazing. I that's yeah. that's the one that I brought the other or yesterday into Iron Banner. And it's pretty much all I used and had a, you know, 12.0 KD. And we did a quick like mercy on the team. I was like, yo, nice. let's go. I, this, this one feels nice. Way to go. Yeah, I got, I had four of them drop. Uh, and I did get a, I did get one of the paracausal ones. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, that, one there. Yeah. But I, I also had a tap the trigger unrelenting 
one, which I was like, oh, I like I like health regeneration. I'll have to give it a go. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, oh, so I didn't get to talk about this uh, at all, um, but I did do a day one raid. That's how long it's been since we've chatted about this. <laughs> uh, Sweaty joined me for part of it. Um, quick overview. I did 18 hours total, 12 hours on Friday, six hours on Saturday. Uh, I played with a lot of people over that 18 hours. There was it was so amazing. There was zero drama for as hard as the content was. Not a single amount of drama. Everyone was having a good time. Everyone was super chill. Like it was the absolute best case scenario. Um, and I, I just I got I love day one raids. It was so much fun and the challenge was fun. Um, so that was super cool. I only got as far as the planets. Um, and then it just didn't come together after that. Um, let's see. Uh, I did get to raid, though, with Native and Spooks. Got to raid with a bunch of other people after that. And um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, anything else on the raid? Yeah, that day one, uh, whenever I was with you for that first encounter clear, uh, mm -hmm. I made sure to include that audio for episode eight at the very start of it. Yeah, I, I heard it. I heard myself being saying like, fuck yeah, or something fuck like that. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, and you had a YouTube video of it too. I, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to I hold on to that. episode and saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good though, man. Like we, we were very close to wiping on that run, so it was pretty rad when, when it did click. Mm-hmm. No, it was great. Um, it's so funny now too, like in the non-contest mode that mm -hmm. you can get all of the stuff shot and done before the first tormentor is down in at the beginning. And then that on that day one, it was just like watching people and it's like, yep, they're a lot, a lot beefier there. <laughs> a lot more to worry about. <laughs> I wish, I really wish there was a toggle switch and you could just turn contest mode back on for better rewards or something like yeah. it would be so much fun to be able to do that. Yeah, I agree. I did the the day one contest mode. And that was the first time ever doing anything like that, and I bro, I loved it. Like just yeah. trying to figure it out, and we all went in blind and just trying to figure out the mechanics. I think that was so much fun, and we we were we were getting it down, man. Like we got to the third encounter before everybody just had to go to sleep, you know. But uh, that's so cool. It was fun. I, I'm looking forward to the next one for sure, and I want to like be more prepped and have like a legit team that we can run some other raids together, get to know each other and whatnot. I definitely want to put together a team for that. Yeah, I de I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I I think I really want to plan out my next day one raid team, too. Um, we had, like I said, we had really great people, but there is something, something to be said about playing with people that you raid with that you work well together with. Um, I think that's a good strategy. Uh, they they do contest mode dungeons too, so when the dungeon drops next season, they'll probably have a day one contest mode for the dungeon. Oh yeah, let's get it, bro! I'm down. Yeah, which is equally fun, right? Yeah. It's just as just as challenging, and and sometimes those puzzles in those dungeons. I mean, they're just mini raids, right? Yeah. Uh, Nessie and Lana and I did the um, duality dungeon blind. 
and that was over four hours of us running that dungeon. <laughs> and we had to convince Lana not to walk away from the game. <laughs> she, was getting, she was getting a little frustrated. You know, we were having we were having a good old time, but uh, but we knocked it out. But yeah, I don't know. There's just some about figuring out the mechanics on really hard content that is just it, it's fun, man. That's peak destiny, in my opinion. I could almost picture duality having harder mechanics going in blind than this raid. Like just Doo-doo. yeah, that's it was you very unique mechanics in that one. The 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 bells were pretty easy to figure out, and the cool thing was it doesn't wipe you, you know. So on that like the jumping puzzle was interesting to figure out, but but we caught onto that pretty fast. The first boss took a couple tries to figure out what we were doing, um, and that was really hard because those those yellow bars were a nightmare to get down by yourself. Mm. Um, but the final boss, like you wouldn't think shooting the chains would be that hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. We spent so much time trying to figure out how to get to DPS. And then we get to DPS and figuring out how to stun him was like, it was, it was a real struggle. Cause we're like, how are we supposed to do DPS on this guy? Like we're doing no damage. So Yeah. Definitely plan to do that. Yeah, let me know. I'm definitely in. All right, Brad. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I learned some new guys. Uh, grapple melee kills count as grenade kills in PvP. That's so interesting. You, yep. So if you get that, get kills with a grenade uh, bounty. If you grapple into someone and shoulder charge them, it counts as a grenade kill. That's good to know. Yeah, expect, I was, I'm, I'm trying to put together a strand build video and I was looking through all kinds of stuff like that. So it's oh, definitely good I'm to excited. know. I'm excited. Dude, Titan strand is definitely my main right now. It is in PVE and PVP. It's so strong. Like it is. It's yeah, there's great. a lot of different synergies you could do to, especially with that Bay and leap. So I'm, I'm looking like the kind of focus of this one's going to be non-stop suspend kind of thing having mm-hmm. the ability to spend non-stop and then uh with some of the fragments when you suspend it does this thing and then you can you know sit there and loop that with a gameplay and like have your own gameplay loop you know kind of similar to like what we were doing with the cold heart build right like constantly having oh, our yeah, abilities yeah. back up i'm trying to do something similar to that for the pve side of things but with strand this That's time cool. so we'll see how it goes i'm uh, i'm still on that armamentarium life I want my <laughs> double grapple, triple melee build. Yeah, this sad thing is that this is going to be no grapple. This is going to be a no grapple build, <laughs> which is sad. It's taking <laughs> no, all the fun out of the out, out of the I, thing, but this is I, yeah. But I mean, like that's the thing is like it's good to have videos like that out there because it makes people like me who who set an exotic at the beginning of the season and are still just hung up on that build like explore more like i gotta see you do it and put it in a video just like the cold heart video and then be like oh shit like i need to do this yeah. <laughs> also yeah. all of my all of my native raider dim loadouts i had to delete because they don't you they know don't they don't work anymore, work anymore. Uh, new mods. 
So I got I got to stock up on my native raider builds, dude. I have bro, zero now. It was <laughs> it was sad, and I was kind of like like pissed off about it at first. I was like, "Yo, that's more content. I need to remake these builds with the current mod system." You know what I mean? I was yep. like, oh shit! I just got a whole list of content now. I need to to try to rework and and fit it to. Well, and I think I mean I personally think that it's they're better. Like it feels like creating orbs and like doing things for a certain purpose is easier. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of the mod changes. Like who's, I was playing with ghost and Nessie this week and iron banner. And I was actually commenting on like, like setting up a build in dim where I can just say like PVP and whatever exotic I have. And my, I always like call out my top three, um, stats, you know, like mobility, resilience, and recovery, just so I know when I look at it, like, okay, this one's, you know, three, 10, 10, or whatever it is. Um, but it's so nice having it just be like void and stasis. So I can like run a void hand cannon in my stasis fusion. And if I'm not feeling that switch to a stasis shotgun or a stasis sniper and like, just be good to go and not have to mess with anything. Yeah, and I agree. The mods are are nice when it's it's by the element instead of by the weapon type, because you can really just sit there and like that that weapon surge. You can sit there and that's what I had on my last build for for the root of nightmares raid. I like when I do boss damage. I had like the triple weapon surge for void, and so that's thirty three percent more damage with the LMG with retrofit escapade on top of all yeah. the flow and everything like that. And I have that matched up with you know the glaive that that is getting the same buffs because it was the enigma, which is void as well. And I'm not sitting there and spending like all these, these costs, you know what I mean? Uh, yep. in your mod slots to sit there and do this with a glaive specifically. And then this with, a you know, a machine gun, not, it's just, they're both void. So it applies to both. Yep. No, I love it. I've been, I've been running, um, that, that LMG with, uh, Asha's embrace in a lot of content. And then just, you know, swap out Wither Horde or Chill Clip Fusion Rifle or whatever up top and keep my Void stuff and energy and, and heavy and it works great. And, and it you know, if you're running Void like that, you're creating heavy ammo bricks for yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing that I really liked about this too is how they added all this stuff for dealing with champions to where you're not like, yes. you, have to, you have to sit there yes. and run that, that pulse for the barriers, you know, or, you know... Uh, the the exotic intrinsics of certain weapons like uh, queen or not queen breaker um you know what i'm talking about the bow the big bow wish Ender. Yeah, yeah 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 so you you can kind of like you have more freedom i feel like overall they kind of gave you a little bit more freedom of what to do what you can run and it's not like like certain weapons have to be here in this slot in order for you to deal with end game content especially when gms are, are coming up I also noticed that uh, like because I get volatile rounds a lot, um, the little anti barrier thing shows up on the weapons all the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're on mute. I said I screwed that up the other day on the Lost Sector when I uh, went out and, uh, you know, (laughs) had my volatile rounds as my ability to stun a barrier champion and then uh, killed everything and had no orbs left and only a barrier <laughs> champion left. That felt kind of bad in the grand That's scheme okay. of things. The season that they introduced overload uh, bosses, I didn't even know that I was so ingrained in PVP at that on that season. 
I didn't even know that you could put on something to stun them. So I forgot what the mission was, but there was some some seasonal activity that you had to do. And there was two overload captains in there. And I didn't know that you could stun them. So I would just try and kill them before they would regenerate their health. And and like, you know how fast those things like warp Mm -hmm. or teleport, dude. I got so frustrated one game because I literally sat there for 20 minutes trying to kill one stupid <laughs> captain and he kept teleporting like after I'd hit him with galley and then he'd re like regen all of his health. And I'm just like, yeah. I later found out that that mods were a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fun great. times. Yep. Uh, what else, guys? Anything else Destiny this week? I mean, all the matchmaking changes came out this week. The matchmaking changes being more than just matchmaking changes, but map balancing, map uh, <laughs> game modes, all the data involved. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. For those of you nerds who like Crucible still, I didn't realize that was still a thing, but apparently people like playing it. Uh, it was a big week for Crucible talk. Yeah, let's touch on that. That's a good idea. Um, We aren't going to read through it because it's huge, but let's touch on things we want to talk about. Um, First off, I'm going to point out that uh, that that emblem in there that they have for comp. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yep. You have to get a Ascendant three though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to admire it when you put it on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. We uh, shall see. <laughs> oh no, man! It was it was it was it took me all season to get to platinum. Uh, Ascendant might be a little bit out of my skill set right now. <laughs> um. So uh, they talk about. They talk about, oh, they talk about changing the rotator. So they have the relentless rotator, which will be um, clash rift and zone control. Um, No skill based matchmaking. And yeah, it's kind of like a party mode. And then. Um, they'll have control always going with skill-based matchmaking, and then they'll have, oh, I guess their actual party rotator, which is Mayhem, Scorched, and Momentum Control. Um, what do you guys think about that new layout? Like, so having a, a just a control playlist, just a comp playlist, and then having your Clash Rift Zone Control rotator and your Mayhem, Scorched, Momentum Control rotator. I, I kind of wish that they would swap control and clash and have a clash only playlist instead of control. I just yeah. think that's like it's funner. It's like a just you know having a basically team deathmatch playlist yeah. by itself. And you don't yep. have to worry about objectives. You're just running around shooting shit. Yeah, because then you're putting control with rift and zone control. So you have an objectives playlist, deathmatch, and then you have your party playlist. I I agree with that a hundred percent. Native. Um, I, 
I do like that there's no skill-based matchmaking in in the Rilla, Relentless Rotator. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of like a loosey-goosey place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like more, more connection-based and fun to play. Um, and then just when Trials comes back, that's replaced. And when Iron Banner comes back, that's replaced. <laughs> I see something in here that directly affects me. So one large note for the competitive rewards. At the start of Season 20, <clears throat> Raider, you might remember, we shipped mm-hmm. a bug where players could claim Glorious or Dredgen titles without completing all of the intended triumphs. Mm-hmm. In our mid-season patch, Glorious and Dredgen Seal and Guild claims will be reverted and the errant triumphs removed. Now, before we jump a gun, any players who have completed all of the intended triumphs will immediately be able to reclaim their seal or guild. So that's interesting. Yeah, so basically they're they're resetting it from they're resetting it to how it should have shipped, but they're keeping track of what you've done this season so you don't lose your progress so if you if you completed those anyways you'll still be able to claim them correct yeah that makes sense it's cool that they're doing it that way and not just resetting it i mean i found it was a little funny that i just downloaded the update turned it on got past purple screen chose hunter went to my (laughs) menu and boom it was gilded i was like okay that was really fast (laughs) never in doubt (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not that good. <laughs> yeah, it, it did kind of take away from it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Un- unbroken, right? Like you were, Sweaty, was it you were telling you that you were so close to unbroken when they, they had removed it or something like that? Uh, right? Dude, all I had to do was hit Legend in two more seasons. But like at the point that they had announced it, I I think I had four seasons at the point that they had announced it. I hit it that season. Uh, and I wouldn't hit it again. Yeah, you can see the I'm, the difference in the two titles of how one's a lot more exclusive and elusive, I guess, you know, to say, as opposed to this one, it's kind of almost, I'm not going to say it's a give me, but it's way more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sad that they, they take away the gilding too. Like I had a unbroken times two. And now it's just unbroken because they you you don't get to keep that progress, which I think is mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Um, if they're gonna also, retire a title, it should have what you ended with. Right. Well, and then also they just gave it to a bunch of people at the start of the new season, which really bothered me because mm-hmm. I was like, if you didn't earn it when they said you needed to earn it by, and then they changed the requirements for it, like a bunch of people got it that never like did the three like seasons again to 5500 hmm. which you know whatever like who the fuck am i why do i even care is probably the right answer but Are yeah you still bitter just, about that uh that redrix way yeah, way back when yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the gun that i never used mountaintop i know i know well no he's he's making fun of me because i got mad when i grinded out redrix to get it like the og redrix and then they and gave it to everyone the next it. season oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Yeah, gave it, it to everyone. Mo- it was a 20 step quest with a million fucking things he had to do. 
I was one of 8,000 people that got it, okay? That's a yeah. very small percentage of the population. My, my son was part of that. He, he grinded his ass off to get that, and he's still, I think, a little bit bitter about it now that it's it's whatever, you know? <laughs> and his son said it too, so. Yeah, right. And, you know, and I have to say, my friends grinded their ass off to carry me there, so. One of 8,000 people who had friends. One of 8,000 people who had friends better than them. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, okay. Jokes aside, um, they are retiring Rose mid-season, uh, or is it next season? Uh, oh no, next season. So season twenty-one, they are retiring Rose for a little bit and bringing a new sniper rifle to the competitive playlist. Which is amazing because if it's anything like Rose, we're going to get a God Roll sniper that we can pick up. I'm I still need to get a Rose. What, what's that, Rob? I still need to get a Rose. Dude, it's so good. You do need to get one. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, out of everyone here, I think Sweaty has the most playtime with the Rose. But I, I really, really like that gun. It's a good one. Uh, it's I a hand it. cannon. It's gross. I don't like hand cannons. <laughs> you, we will <laughs> we will change your mind eventually. Um, I there was the weekend that there was one weekend in trials where I had to switch to it, um, so I could run. Ekelos. Oh, might have might have lost our boy sweaty. Yeah, um, sounds that way. I was wondering why he wasn't uh, defending the rose there. When I, I know, made that right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm like screaming at him, my like caps on on my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, there was one one uh one trials weekend where I ran a shit ton of trials, and I wanted to run Ikelos. Uh, it just was the right range for that map, and so I put on Rose, and that weekend made me a believer in that hand cannon, man. The speed. It's so light and quick. It's very true. I'm a big fan of explosive rounds. It's a good one. All right. Well, um, yeah. So either way, uh, I think the um, which McCon. I think the sniper is going to be super dope. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of noise going on upstairs, so it's like I was okay, trying okay, to okay. make sure that like I wasn't too loud and annoying. <laughs> and I just keep I appreciate it. But it was like uh I'm all for a nice, you know, nice fancy sniper rifle coming along. Not that I play any crucible, but you know, it's always a good time, had by some. Myself included. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if I it mean, replaces my my ISO. I mean, I just all the weapons that they've been coming out with have been like slowly power creeping previous seasons, right? So oh. I think I think with what we've seen in the past year and a half, a competitive sniper rifle is they're probably gonna hit the mark. And it's probably gonna be Merc doing the sniper rifle. And he did a good job on Rose, so I think I have faith that he'll do a good job. The Rose was unique too, right? Because it was uh it had like the movement ability of a 
of a, like it, it was something about that, right? Like it was it yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the handling of a certain weapon type or archetype. It, yeah, like it's a lightweight, so it it does give you speed. So you're a fat, you're faster. Like it mm-hmm. increases your speed. It's already super fast to draw, um, and then it it handles. I think it handles like a 180 or more like a 180, but is a 140 in nature. Some some along those lines. But yeah, yeah. it definitely was it was its own archetype. You're right. So if they could do that with a sniper rifle as well, that oh, would be kind of dope. That's what I'm thinking. Point. Like if they, they sit there and merge two archetypes into one. Yeah. That would be cool. I'm excited. Um Let's see what else do we got. They're changing spawning. Um, they are. They have plans to change up Iron Banner, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since Sweaty plays so much trials, maybe we'll wait to touch on trials till he gets back. Okay. Um, what did you he, think about the? Because uh, I, I thought that was a really cool graph. Like saw all the graphs and. I haven't. Yeah. I still haven't read through word by word of this this massive thing. I'm I'm lacking, and I need to get my shit together. But the uh, <laughs> the the one that stuck out to me was the distribution of rank for comp. How they have the gold and platinum, adept, ascendant, and all that kind of stuff, and yep. how it looks like they 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 kind of nailed it pretty good right here with gold <laughs> kind of being that 34 percent, and then it just completely like you know that bell curve on each side. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I and like I, it makes sense, right? Like, and they they did address the thing that Gator and I were bitching about all season, where where you're playing skill based matchmaking and comp, not ranked based. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we were we were being crotchety old men about it. Like, if I'm in gold, I only want to play gold players, and they they called that out here and I really appreciated that. They're like, you know, you, you need to understand like people will smurf, will create smurf accounts or they'll smurf their accounts to like play worse people. They'll tank their scores. You know, if we just allow people to play ranked base, like you'll have people that will lose games on purpose just so they can climb the ladder and fight people that are worse than them. Yeah, their their explanation was solid, and it, that's very, like, very ahead of the times because all other games, like, smurfing is a huge problem. You know, when it's when it is rank based, and I've personally done smurfs before on Overwatch, not Overwatch Two, but the original Overwatch, just because mm-hmm. it was fun. Why not? You know, like, sit there and smash on a bunch of bronze players because <laughs> why not? It's not the the best thing to do. It's not. I'm not proud of those moments, but it was fun, no no less. <laughs> It it is fun to play people that you are way better than not all the time, but <laughs> it's my, definitely definitely one of fun. My favorite things to do is just play people that yeah. I'm better than. <laughs> who do, yeah. who doesn't like to go into the crucible and just dunk on someone in a game? You know, yeah. like that that feels great when you're top of the leaderboard. So I get it, and and I think that I respect the way that they're approaching it. Like I think they are approaching it the right way. So. I I'm, totally I'm agree okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the same way as, as you and, uh, and Gator. Like, it was like, what, what's the point of having ladders if you're or ranks, you know, a ranked ladder system, if you're not going to use that ladder system to put, put people in the games, but 
with their explanation that they did here i mean it told mm-hmm. it makes sense and uh, just just in my defense before people start blowing me up like i didn't smurf just to stomp on people that much like it was more to like i'm gonna create another one so i can try out one of these other heroes and try to get good at them kind of thing you know yeah. what i mean just but to there let was, me that i i got to smash on them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i can smash on them with my worst played character <laughs> right <laughs> i mean also like you're not cheating you're playing the game how it's designed right so yeah. like whatever dude do what do what's fun like if someone's gonna hate on you because you found a way to have fun in overwatch like they need better things to do with their time yeah <laughs> you know like it, it's, it's not gonna bother me two ways bro yeah yeah exactly there you go that's that's the important thing so um no it's cool it's cool i get it it is it is really weird though like i still like there's still that side of me that's like they're kind of picking the rank that you should be in and that's where you're going to end up and they're going to manipulate the people that you play and the points that you get per game to keep you in that rank based on so your skill yeah so it's yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah. already kind of predetermined where you're going to be and if you try really really hard they're just going to make it really really hard for you to do to advance um but then again, if you're trying really, really hard and you're doing it correctly, then you're getting better. So I don't know. Maybe my argument doesn't hold water. Yeah, I see it both ways for sure. Yeah. Um, he said he's back in general voice chat, but I don't I see him. You got to pull him, right? Uh, he's all the way down in regular general. I pulled him up. Oh, OK. He's back. Hey. Yay! Hey. Hi. Well, that was um, interesting. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're we were, good, dude. We were talking about how trash the rose is as a weapon the whole time yeah. you were gone. They yeah. have people who use it. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> <The> worst. Yeah. <laughs> it probably put maple syrup on everything. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> whiz on pancakes. Uh, no, no, no. Cheese whiz on freshly made homemade bread. With uh, some pepper on top. Delicious. Done. I've never had that. Uh, back in the day, though, Cheese Whiz on Ritz crackers. I was all about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, OK, so we purposely did not talk about this yet until you were back. Um, did you see the changes made to trials? Uh, yes, so- I did. OK, so. um. What are and, and did did all of, did everyone here read them or do we need to just kind of give like a quick overview of them? I mean, I got the notes up in front of me. I do as well. I, I can yeah, I can good. figure it out and read along. OK, OK. So um, anything that that you really like um, sweaty or that you want to touch on first, because you, you definitely have the most games out of anyone here. OK, so. If we're all following along together, we're going to go to the Trials of Osiris section, which is near the bottom. Um, Not the first category, or sorry, the first set of bulletins, but the second set of bulletins. It reads, The summary of the goals for the new Trials matchmaking system. Bulletin points are as follows, the following three points. Allow players to play with friends without worrying about whether they have gone flawless. That's a highlight for me. Number Mm -hmm. two. Remove the motivation to reset cards in order to farm or carry. And point number three. 
better protect players who are struggling to find success in the playlist. And they explain how they do that by uh, breaking it up between two different pools, being a challenger pool and a practice pool. Um, most people that like Fluffy, myself, everybody that's been participating in trials, we're all going to be probably going into the challenger pool unless it's our very first match of the week, in which case um, we'll be participating in what's called a practice pool. So this pool is targeted at new or less experienced players, uh, players who are not ready to giving Flawless a shot um, and represents a place for them to dip their toes into trials without being thrown straight into the deep end. Now, this pool matches based on connection and weekly performance. Uh, so how well you did in trials this week uh, resets every week. Only players with a flawed card or those on their first game of the week, as mentioned earlier, can play in this pool. Everyone in your fire team must have a flawed card. So everyone in the fire team must have a flawed card or be on their first game of the week. Uh, this pool has stomp protection. If you were consistently struggling, it will reduce your weekly performance rating to give you slightly easier matches until you recover. And farming protection. If the system detects you or a fire team member are likely attempting to farm the practice pool, it will slow down your matchmaking times initially. And if you continue, it will lock you into the challenger pool for the remainder of the weekend, regardless of your card state. Um, Which I read that and I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just massive fist pumps. Like, <laughs> Oh, like really those first three points that I had mentioned were the biggest highlights for me because like last weekend during the immortal weekend or whatever, that was really the first time that I had been in a situation where I actually had to turn down people for trials either because I was flawless or one reason or another. And it just, it didn't feel right coming from the perspective of someone who had often been turned down and I couldn't understand why I was mostly a solo player, but like now the shoes on the other foot and like, I get it now, but at the same time, like it makes me feel bad. Like I don't like, I just want to play the damn game with my friends. Like that's all I want really. And that's what this is going to allow me to do. So Marky, uh, Marky used to have multiple accounts because he would go flawless on Friday and then he couldn't play with like Ghost and Stormy and TJ the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Um, being in the flawless pool on PC, like the, it was is a struggle bus, right? So then he mm -hmm. had alternate accounts and you have to switch to a different account to play to go to play with them. So it is cool. Um, the things that I liked is uh, so the challenger pool, right? So that's the other pool. And that's if you have no losses on your card um, or someone in your fire team has no losses on their card, right? And it's not their first game. But what I liked is this pool matches based solely on connection. There is no matchmaking based on tickets or wins or skill. Did you guys play trials the first weekend they made changes to trials where it was all connection based yeah uh, is that during osiris or the nine it was it was was it witch queen rob okay yeah it was, it was either witch queen or yeah i would think it was witch queen when it came out I think it, yeah, yeah i think it was last year i think it was the first weekend of trials because they did 
they 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 change trials like every weekend for like a month. They changed like yeah. they that's where flawless pool was introduced. That's where different matchmaking and stuff like that was introduced. The best weekend I've ever had playing trials was when it was connection based games. Because going flawless was a hundred percent a crapshoot. Your games didn't get harder. Like you just got random teams. And that yep. is that is fun. Like that is a fun experience, man. And I think one of my like favorite changes, and I haven't even mentioned this yet, but the updates to passages. So Mercy, for example, will now forgive two losses if you have not been flawless for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reverts to its old behavior for giving a single loss once you go flawless. Yeah. I saw that too. Like the two losses is huge. How many times have you lost game seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. You. I, I hate to be like the the stick in the mud with all this conversation about this, but I and I've I'm not like a guy that goes flawless every weekend. I've been flawless a handful of times throughout the, this game, you know. But I feel like it. This might be a little too much. It's it's taken away the. I don't know the eliteness, I guess you would say, or the prestige of going flawless, like having two losses. That's a little steep having a practice. Losses, pool, I yeah. think that's all that's, that's also kind of like ridiculous. Like I think it should be just a connection based crapshoot. Like I agree, like all around, like get rid of all this stuff. But I understand. I do understand ex- exactly what like sweating you're talking about with wanting to play with your friends and stuff like that. But as somebody that's not like a, a, a flawless guy every weekend, like I, I don't know. I I don't want them to take away the mystique of being flawless. I think um, I think connection base makes it so I could actually play with average D2 player and have a chance at going flawless like with him. (laughs) Great. Connection base are going to (laughs) suck. Well, yeah, I guess because, yeah, our, our difference in geography, but connection base really does make it so that you can play with any of your friends at any skill level and and your odds um are still not totally against you versus card based but i totally see what you're saying native with the double loss forgiveness because it will mean that a lot of people are going flawless yeah and uh a little Little no for Raider. I appreciate what he's saying about the mystique about uh, going flawless. Uh, one thing that I want you to remember too is once you do like start getting that flawless, like that's that's one step. The next step that you get once you like start visiting a little more frequently than just you know once in a while is you have that confidence card hanging there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So that that's going to be the push. Like that's like your ascendant rank type of thing, right? So. Yeah, and I wasn't talking about like getting rid of the connection base. Like I think, like if it w- if it was up to me, the way I see this would be, uh, one pool, all players. It's all connection based. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like simple and easy. All connection based. No pools. Just one large pool. Yeah, connection based. And I'll be interested to see what changes they'll uh, have to the flawless title requirements. Um, Because they do say we want to bring this more in line with Gilded Glorious and better reward dedication along with individual and team skill and trials. Uh, They're also going to introduce a new flawless emblem. Um, So yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what that's going to be about too. Is this, when is this coming? Is this coming mid-season? 
this is coming season 21. Um, so they have a note just before mentioning uh, those things. As always, we'll be playing alongside you in both pools, monitoring feedback and new matchmaking systems as the season progresses with the intent to push it live full time in season 21. Mm-hmm. Um, they say later in season 20, we'll have a more in-depth discussion about trials, including additional changes that are coming to the game mode in season 21 as a preview which were the changes we mentioned, like uh, Mercy. Uh, wealth, for example. Wealth will reward extra trials rank on every win. Uh, the amount rewarded increases as your major rank increases. Um, let's see. There's a couple of You know of what, though? The, above that, the trials like, right labs. under the trials thing, it says we have a couple of tweaks coming to trials during Season 20. So I think the mm-hmm. pools are coming this season. That'd be cool. And then more stuff is coming season 21. So I think the passages, the passage right. update comes 21, but 21, the pools yeah. are, yeah, pools are coming this season, which is, dude. That's cool. That's, that's soon, right? Yeah. During season 20. Yep. You're right. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited more. to see the new emblem as well. I, I have yeah. all the, the, the flawless emblems. So it's cool. It's going to be cool yeah. to see see that one. I like what's new. I and spotted what, a what green you, one I don't have yet. What do you guys think about the uh, that zone capture elimination being renamed to Dominion? Experimenting with that in Trials? A new Trials game mode? I mean, I think I think the current capture in Trials is a good experiment, but I think they move, need to move to something else. So mm. I am all about them trying new things in labs. Um, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them bringing in new modes because eventually they're going to get something that's like perfect, right? True. Um, the hoping. current zone is better than the first iteration of it where it was just one point and unfair for teams. Um, yeah. You know, so like it's better, but... Um, you know, you get zone on Wormhaven and it's like Wither Horde City, right? So <laughs> and bubbles. Bubbles, yeah. baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I won I won quite a few games on Wormhaven just due to old school Titan Bubble. Oh yeah. Well, they're weak now, so they can take them out pretty easy, I guess. Yeah. Well, well done. It is, yeah. Well, you can still get killed in your well. Like the well is definitely stronger than the bubble. And like even when I was playing with people last season when I was running Warlock, um, we went up against a bubble team and they're like, just put your well right outside of their bubble. Then we'll be yeah. able to kill them. And they did. Sure enough, like yeah. if you place it correctly, it could even before they did the nerf, you could kill a Titan. But. Yeah, be smart. Also, like the uh, crucible transmat effect. Yeah, yeah, with the rank. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. I like, I like that they're doing that stuff. I, they just seem to be. This, this is definitely the documentation that I was hoping to see. Right, I think, I think really the only thing that they said in this whole document that I was not a big fan of was the amount of maps coming this year. <laughs> yeah, like, or lack thereof. Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, girl. like, yeah, like we get two or three, right, for a year. Um, I just feel like we need more. Yeah. But. Right there with you. Couldn't agree more. 
but either way, I'm I'm stoked for these changes. A lot of things happening this season. Bungie is Bungie's doing good shit, man. They're they're dropping really amazing changes at the start of the season and then they're coming through with mid-balance mid-season balance patches that are really working well so i'm okay with all of it the last thing i don't think was mentioned was uh the introductory quest to better onboard play- players into the trials environment do you guys got any idea oh. what that could be like I that could be interesting. That. yeah it's the last bullet in the trials one it's just gonna be like a screen. They're gonna get slaughtered. And it's gonna just say "get good," maybe. Do that, yeah, I think so. <laughs> There'll be some. The, you know, you know what it's gonna be is they're gonna turn on uh, the team text chat, and they're gonna send you out into um, Equinox, and you're gonna step out, and you're gonna get headshot, and then your teammate is gonna call you trash. <laughs> and tell you that you tell you that you should delete the game, <laughs> and then you're going to get a loss. <laughs> Welcome to the trials experience. <laughs> it's going to be a one v three, and the the three enemy uh, is going to be bots with uh, with immortals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just all adept immortals. With Coded adept. to teabag you after they kill you in a one oh or three v one. Yes, all three yes. of them just standing around your orb. <laughs> uh, you're going to shoot them and then they're going to be using hacks and they're going to go and do a 180 around you and then snipe you mid jump. Full auto rocket launcher with no, uh, no uh, ammo <laughs> cap. cap. Oh, don't oh, forget God. the solar fusion nades. Oh, dude, it'll be great. It'll be really great. No, they're, the intro quest is just they're going to they're going to go up and they're just going to give them a flawless passage just to like make make Twitter explode. Like the intro quest is literally just you, they just hand you every gun adept and they're like, you can get more roles if you play trials. <laughs> Here's what the lighthouse looks like. You should want to come back here. I think it's a tour. <laughs> they get flawless titles gilded. <laughs> Holy shit. Spooks. I might be able to get my flawless title this season now. Yeah, dude. Like I was pretty well just guaranteed to get it now. I was like, oh. yes, because I was getting it one way or another. Yeah, all I need is confidence card and with skill-based matchmaking, that's very possible. Yeah, we got this in the bag. I told you you were in my trials date. I took that I question know. seriously, brother. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll, I'll find some times where I don't have life stuff going on in the next couple weekends and let you guys know because I do oh, want to no play. Stress. Don't worry about it. We have all year. <laughs> we're uh, we're getting we're getting wasted and playing game night tomorrow in Clay's Discord, and then I <laughs> and then I have I have a bunch of ten uh, year old girls staying over at my house on Saturday night. My daughter is having a sleepover party, so. I do not think that my wife will allow me to disappear into my office and play trials all night. Correct. <laughs> good, good luck. Have fun with the kids. <laughs> I'm going to go in here. Guys need hey, me. Daddy. Shut <laughs> up. I'm going to shut up. No, I feel you. Yeah. It's funny, though, because my daughter is a big gamer now. So maybe I'll be able to get her to carry me to the lighthouse uh, in the next couple years. Uh, she can carry me. <laughs> and you, you gotta ask her like do you want a slumber party or do you want to go flawless it's up to you yeah. <laughs> really your call um so i have it's, it's been a while since i've told this story on the show but um i have a, a stepsister who i just 
called my sister, but she is 15 years younger than me. Um, and I will never forget. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty back in the day before Destiny, and she was in high school and she was also playing Call of Duty. And I didn't know this. And I went over to visit her and my dad at one point and and um, she was playing and I'm like, oh, you like Call of Duty? And she's like, yeah, I've been playing it a lot. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. And so I had her jump in with me and my friends because we were like I was in my. Early 30s, so, you know, we were drinking beer and smoking and playing Call of Duty like every night religiously. Like I didn't have kids. I had no responsibilities, like just game and all those things you do. (laughs) Yeah, the the good life. life. Yeah. And dude, my little sister jumped into the lobbies with us and she fucking dominated every single game we played. Like here's this girl. And I don't remember if she was in 10th grade or 11th grade at that point. Uh, But she jumps in with all these old dudes and, you know, well, we thought we were old at the time. And we thought we were fucking the shit. Like, you know, we were constantly putting up like big KDs in Call of Duty. And like we we were like, all right, we're going to help her win some games. And she came in and every single game we played, she was top of the leaderboard and had like double or triple the KD of anyone else in the squad. (laughs) Like, oh, my God, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. I mean, even on the Destiny front, right? We played with... uh expired son when he was like oh, God. 9, 10, 11 years old, right? And now yeah. I see when he uh, like I see his stuff and he's going flawless every weekend and he's doing trials carries and stuff like that and it's like, yep, I remember when that kid, we had to watch our swearing around him and he had to talk to, <laughs> have discussions about uh, <laughs> not not using those raid words <laughs> around mom and now all of a sudden he's uh, He's basically just doing his own thing and <laughs> it's pretty hilarious because he was he was really good when he was young, though, too. He was always going to be a really good player. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, teach your kids early how to play games and then when you get old, <laughs> they Yeah, like I love that you guys are talking about this because like you know, you guys are a little bit more experienced than myself in the parenting world. Like my daughter's four. She, uh, she not only like actually wrapped and like legitimately beat Minecraft, but now she's moving on to more advanced type games. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I got this game called rune factory five on the PC. Um, and she started figuring it out immediately, like the farming, how to like fight animals and stuff. And I didn't, I just handed her the controller and I was like, whoa, you're f- like, okay, I'm actually impressed. <laughs> it's cool to see that stuff click, man. Um, I like, dude, my seven year old like takes me into Minecraft, like some of the things that she builds. I'm just like, this is so cool. Like, I, there's no way I could have ever built this. Like, the amount of detail in the rooms and the buildings and, like, she's like, I just built this giant 30-foot-tall duck outside of the house because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> you know, it's just you like are correct, child. Stuff. It is funny. <laughs> it, it, it is funny. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool seeing him do that. Yeah, yeah Native, you, you're kind of on the other end. You have your son's... Uh, like very competent in in gaming 
he is yeah he is and he's about to be 17 so he's a little bit older obviously but um yeah he like even early like when uh overwatch came out so that was something that we played together and he was really st- getting into gaming more so around that time um as far as like being competitive i guess in that in that mind frame and he got really good at genji you know which is a dps player like kind of yeah. ninja type throws shurikens yep. and all that kind of stuff very very high skill cap character to play and i mean he just grinded it and got so good with him and he ended up joining a league uh it was called oh, cgl wow. um which is like a kind of like a professional console league mm-hmm. and uh he ended up joining the team there and they wanted to like he had a coach and all that kind of stuff they had scrims and practices and they live streamed the, the stuff on twitch and, like it was cool man i was i was super proud i even one, one night it was i think it was for his first his first match and, and they were in like playoff type games um I, like I, I had a white t-shirt and i was like and also i'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i, I had a few drinks because i was like pumped up about <laughs> it you know i was like yeah, it was yeah. like going to watch a raider game or something and yeah, i yeah. grabbed the white shirt i took it off i grabbed a sharpie and wrote his number that he had on you know like <laughs> and put his name on there because his name was uh re7 at the time his gamer tag so i put re at the top like like you know as a last name and then a big old number seven and wore that and it was like let's go you got this man come on like it was that's it was cool, so man. much fun and that's super yeah. cool it was it was it was fun to experience and he loves it yeah that's mad skill if you're getting picked up by teams and coaches and stuff dude that's rad yeah, yeah he was he was having a, a great time and he will be in so you guys know in our next scrims he's already like oh no dad i'm definitely gonna be there because i want to cool. see how good y'all are not great <laughs> do you guys do you guys have that set up yet uh, Not, I don't think I put it in the 100.io yet, but we did settle on a date. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to jump in Discord. Uh, and, and anyone who's listening to this that's not in their Discord yet, you can tag any of the four of us and we can get you an invite. Um, I'll have to look at that because I, I went through, I think it was this morning, I went through and just marked every single Discord I'm in as red. Like, I was just like, it's too much. I need to just mark it all as red and start fresh. <laughs> it's just too many notifications. Um, I'll have to go in and find that because I, I missed that first one. And I like I like the approach that you guys are taking of having different themes and building skill. And and um, it's cool. It's a it's a fresh it's a fresh take on private matches. And that's needed. Right. So they don't get stale. So. Yeah, exactly. Like right now we're trying to figure out like what's the theme. So I offered four different themes to choose from and then you just react with the emoji that you want. So the first one was like primary snipers only. Uh, Second one would be use whatever you want, but you have to turn your uh, heads up display completely off. Um, And then there was another (laughs) for focused countering, i.e. shotgun countering, sidearm, fusion, sniper, etc. And then the last one is outnumbered practice, so one v three practice. And it's interesting because most people want to do that. It seems so far. One v two and one one v two and one v three is good practice. I almost wonder if it's better to like start with a one v two and then, if you can do it, then you get the one v three or something. I don't know. And it depends on how many people are there too, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, if you stagger, like when people can start moving, that might help too. Because if mm-hmm. if you have three people collapse on one person at once, like they have no chance, right? But if you can yep. bait them in slowly to c- 
come across doorways and do stuff like that. Um, that's a really good skill to have to try and spread out the team and then take them one V one or, you know, allow yourself some time. Yeah. That's the one I voted for. I think that's going to be fun. I think that's a good yeah. skill set to learn. March Absolutely. 31st. It's like, right. uh, it's like, um, whatchamacallit, um, rumble, basically like the concept of rumble, right? But yeah. in a better setting. Yeah. A little yeah, bit more exactly. controlled. No, so uh, you're, uh, you're oh. saying Friday, March 31st. Is that what you're saying? Spooks? Yeah. I'm going to try and put it in right now cool. into the IO bar, create a new game. Maybe later on this year we'll do, you know, 100% immortal adepts only. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say like the countering thing with tonight's <laughs> joke, like countering SMGs. I, you know, it's a strong weapon, right? It's a lot I mean, of fun. The Ikelos was a strong weapon before this, right? So you're yeah. just basically saying, here's a weapon of the same class, just a little bit stronger. Yeah, and and it. People are using it because it is good, but by no means is it not, is it like the only weapon you can run? Like I, I legit was having a lot of luck countering it with a fusion rifle. And I think a good shotgun player, a good sniper can do similar things. Yeah. So. I believe that. Yeah. Briggs with a chaperone, maybe. Yeah. Dude. Fuck. I was kidding. <laughs> I was getting shit on by a chaperone uh, in comp this week. Oh, my God. If you know the range of chaperone, like, you can map people. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Good players can shit on bad players with any weapon. They don't need a adept (laughs) immortal. They can fucking use whatever they want. I've seen Dex do it with the sword hilt. Yeah. Just embarrassing for everybody involved yep, yep. yeah the, one other thing i wanted to say real quick but on the scrims is like we will also do like just some some fun scrims as well just like a all out kind of do what you want kind of scrims but the the main ones that were are, are going to be scheduled like that on like maybe a month-to-month basis are going to be focused scrims just to focus on improvement but we'll have like some obviously even thinking like some freestyle fridays or something like that you know just just those those probably that, be like pickups yeah yeah like like exactly like a pickup game yeah Makes sense. We used to do we used to do uh, random, you know, you guys do like your wheel of misfortune. Mm-hmm. We used to do that with scrims where everyone just hits randomize and then you go into the game with whatever Dim gave you. Yeah, that is a lot of fun. I've done that with GDC a few times and yep. their scrims. That is a lot of fun. What about the I was going to ask you guys, I know we had talked about this before. I think that maybe the first time I was on the podcast um, was the uh, league that you guys mm-hmm. like PvP league like that yep. was. That sounded super interesting. Is that still a thought possibly floating around? Yeah, I think I think League is easier to sell when you don't have a new raid. Right. True. True. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, I'm I'm open to it. The biggest the biggest problem um that I think we see in with League is just people's schedules, right? So um I think the way I would approach it is just say this is the night that League is playing and you show up. And if you can't show up, find a sub. Um, But it is fun. I mean, especially if you get like a team that you play with consistently, like. 
it's yeah, cool it's, to see that grow. It's fun, but it takes a lot, you know, if you're not actually playing a ton, like for instance, me right now, not playing a ton of PVP to be like, oh yeah, well, my time on Destiny, I'll play League and not move anything forward. Hence the, you know, it's tough when there's not a whole lot going on or when there's a new raid because everyone's going to want to be doing that instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like League was always something that we were running when there was less content to run. So like probably should have done it during Season of the Plunder. (laughs) <laughs> minus they the headache of uh playing that far too much and burning out a little bit yeah yeah although everyone did it everyone was pretty burnt out by then that's true yeah it'd be good i, I can see that like toward like the end of the year before a new expansion comes out a couple months before a new expansion like before yeah. final shape comes out get it going like let me know man like I, i'd totally be down to help schedule and and figure that piece out whatever i can do yeah, I'm I'm open to it. A hundred percent I'm open to it. I mean it's always a fun time and we can talk about how we want to do it, like threes or rumble mode or whatever, but um I, I do think it's a lot of fun. And I do think that there's a benefit. I, I think private matches are fun and private matches are nice because it allows you more flexibility with people's schedules and who can show up. Um but there is something to be said about getting a team uh for league and then playing with that team for a few weeks and getting better with that team i don't know man it's just there is something special about that and it is a lot of fun so yeah i mean even if it's not like a full league to where you have a you know like a season and matches and teams that have to compete to each other and go up ladders and and shit like that like even just like a you know like later on the in in the year like we were talking about that kind of time frame is having like it's just a, a turn, tournament weekend or something like that, you know, yeah, where, be cool Friday, too. these teams play, everybody registered, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And there's a few other ideas I have for my own, like, uh, like events that I want to do within the blueberry lounge. That is, it, that'll, that'll come to light around the same time that, that we're talking, like when, when things are kind of dead, you know what I mean? When there's not too much in the game and like, it's going to be like more of like a, like a guardian Olympics type thing with a bunch of different cool, fun activities. And, there's a, I think it was Shadow Gaming or just Shadow. There's, there's like two different big time like uh, YouTubers named Shadow, and I'm not sure which one it was, but he did something like that similar that was just it was amazing. It looked, it was so much fun to watch, and I was like, bro, I want to do this for the community as well. <laughs> Put something like that together, and it was like like ten different events, and it was, they were as simple as like uh, Sparrow racing around a certain set track around a planet, and you know the last one is eliminated, and so on and so That's forth. Cool. You know, a fashion show. I mean. And everybody just kind of kept progressing as the numbers dwindled until it was the final winner. That's cool. We did um, we did league, which was fun because you could get like you get your teams and then everyone just plays a random team each week, which was a lot of fun. Um, we also did a tournament and the tournament was cool. And we you know, that was when I was streaming a lot more, too. So we we kind of jumped between people playing in the tournament um i think our problem with the with doing just a pvp tournament was it was already decided for the most part before the tournament started like bobs showed up with his buddies and no (laughs) one could touch him (laughs) you know like i got peregrine grieved and fusion rifled so many times in that game and and i mean and, and the crazy thing is like 
the people that we had, like our friends playing in the tournament, like a lot of them were like 1.5 to 2.5 players. And, you know, shit, Val was Val was like number what? Top 10, top 20 in trials for a weekend for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. In in Destiny. So like really skilled players and Bob's team comes in and just shit on everyone like they were point fives, <laughs> you know, so like that's always like it's always like the double edged sword with running a just PVP tournament is if a really good team finds out about it, like no one else has a chance. Right. Yeah. Um, which like, is competition. So like I had not, nothing wrong with that, but right. you want to have fun, too. Yeah, you could do the same thing on the PVE side and do like dungeon races or something like that. Everybody's yeah, at the same time yeah. go. That team wins, advances, you know, or something like that. I was also thinking like just like you could do comp or sixes or trials or whatever on a weekend. And um, you just get points based on wins and kills. That'd like be cool. Every every like so then it's a tournament but you're not playing each other. You just get like a set, like kind of like how FUD does his um, tournaments. You know, you just have a set amount of time and you just jump into matchmaking and see what yep. Lady Luck does for you and see how well you perform. Yep. Yeah, I like that. So. Lots of good ideas. We're we're down. We're down, guys. We'll, we'll do we'll <laughs> we do some gotta, fun things with you. Gotta get through the season first. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Oh, you just wait, Rob, till we give you some trivia, bud. Oh yeah, that'll be a good time too. Oh yeah, my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that before we add music and stuff. Because uh, right. you guys already have a really cool thing going on. Do you wanna you wanna pitch that to the listeners? All right. So let's see here. Okay. So the Blueberry Lounge is going to be holding a Destiny 2 themed Jeopardy slash trivia night uh, with the Owl Sector Alliance podcasts. Um, We're going to be streaming the event. Uh, I have it so far as being streamed on my channel, but I'm kind of wondering. We're going to have Elmer Fug sub in as host. Uh, so I'm going to talk to him and see if maybe he wants, if it's easier for him, that is, uh, just to stream it on his channel. We'll figure that out. But for the time being, I'll say it's being streamed on my channel. doesn't really matter. We'll we'll find you a way to watch it, is what there'll I'm be, saying. There'll be coverage. Uh, I'll try to do it yeah. on YouTube. Exactly, YouTube, exactly. Like that too. Yeah, so I figure this is uh, going to be pretty pretty fun. Once we do this uh, with the with the host of the podcasts, uh, we'll probably do this every once in a while and just open it up to the community and have you guys join us. Yeah, and if you guys do um, end up throwing it on FUD's channel, I can always edit that flyer and easily put in whatever details you need in there. Awesome. Put FUD's face on the Warlock and watch him melt down. <laughs> Dude, I was I was like they sent me their headshots and I was looking through photos and I'm like, what do I want to do this with? And I was like, I need to find all three characters so I can do something really stupid on the warlock because I feel <laughs> like that just fits like you know, Spooks is always on a hunter, native is uh Titan to the core. It just makes sense that we do it yeah. that way. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so when is again, when is the trivia night? 
That is going to be Sunday, April 26th at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Okay. Uh, I posted in our announcements. It's also in the Blueberry Lounge announcements, so uh, people can check it out. Uh, again, they have private matches next week on Friday. Um, should we add some music, guys, and then uh, head on yeah. out of here? It's it's like, yeah, it's got to be. Is it almost two a.m. for you, like dude? In fifteen for minutes, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> let's let Spooks get some sleep before he has to go to work tomorrow. Um, let's see. What does our good friend Ben have for us today? Ben gave us two songs because I forgot last week to actually get his uh, music picks. Did so, we? Was it on? I didn't even look. Was it's in it our, on our new group one? So I was going to say, is it in Ben's music? It is. Okay, sweet. I, f- I feel better about it. <laughs> Go um, with the flower tattoo by Tyler, Tyler Adlam. And the other one is... Wait, wait, girl with the what? Flower Tattoo. By Tyler Adlam. Oh, got it. Okay. And then the other one is Stuck in Place by Nasher SC. How do you spell it? Is it N-A-S-H-I-R or what? Yeah, like gnashing of teeth. Nasher. Why do I not see it? Stuck in place, right? Stuck in place. G-N-A-S-H-E-R. I didn't. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank you momentary lapse in brain ability there um hey uh did you did you listen to my double ad song last week um which one was it uh, the dance with you song yeah that I was did. marketed to me on on uh hulu Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did. Sorry, I did. Uh, I was just looking it up on the uh, Spotify. <laughs> he was not impressed. <laughs> it was. It was fine. Like I have no will towards it. Yeah, yeah it was I just like it. a pop pop song. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Raider, what do you got for me? Uh, for what I'm gonna add, I'm gonna do a little bit of Polynesian reggae. And we're going to go with um, this is from a 2007 album called Hear Me Roar. It's called Run Up featuring Fiji. And this is by J-Boog. Oh, I love J-Boog, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Not too many people know who he is. That's, that's awesome. Uh, J-Boog radio gets played in my house all the time. It is a... We we I really like his stuff. We both the wife and I listen to a lot of his stuff. That's awesome. I actually think it might be one of the first songs on my random stuff play. Anyways, yes, big fan. Um, okay. 
Uh, Sweaty, what do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go with the song titled The Highs and the Lows by Chance a Rapper featuring Joey Badass. I think you'll like it. Awesome. I'm about to listen to that one. I love Chance and, and Joey Badass. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's a, it's a feel-good vibe. I like it. Uh, how about you, Rob? Well, so this just came out a little while ago, and, uh, you know, by an interesting band. Um, it features songs about uh, Italy from the 1990s. Um, it is Pasadena 1994 by Nanoir of Steel and the Joachim Broden. Um, basically, uh, somebody in FUD's channel put it, FUD put the Nanowar Steel song on back in the day, uh, Val Hallelujah, if you remember, which is absolutely absurd. And this song is a dramatic retelling of the 1994 uh, World Cup final between Italy and Brazil um, in wow. the typical Nanowar of Steel uh, <laughs> style. So uh, the song is amazing, and the uh, you know the video is also ridiculous if ever you wanted to watch it. The uh, and I really, I really, really like that initial song that he put on there. Yeah. Um, that one and, always makes me laugh. Yeah, and he put another one on there too, didn't he? He's put a bunch of ridiculous and fun songs on there. So the Wind Roses Diggy Diggy Hole, fantastic metal version of uh, that. He's got a whole bunch of like quality Unleash the Archer songs. Um, Fud is our our go-to guy for amusing heavy metal. Um oh god. All right. Um well, I'm excited because I I've, I've liked all their stuff so far, so um Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to do uh, I was just trying to look at it. What Jay Boog song I'm going to add because <laughs> Nate added his. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we definitely, definitely got to do this. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with Smoke and Bomb Bud. Uh, that's a it's a good. They're all good. Like he just I don't. There's nothing that that he has that I really dislike. Nah, he's solid, man, all around. Yeah, he's got a different vibe to him. Like it's almost like hip hop slash Polynesian reggae. You get the those LA vibes because he's he's from Compton. Then you also get the the vibes from Hawaii, where he also spent a lot of time. It's, it, it, it's nice. He's got a unique sound to him. I just I assumed he was Hawaii. I didn't even realize all that stuff. Um, God, so, so many of his albums are good too. Like the the one where he's in the laundromat, the Wash House is a really good album. Mm-hmm. And then the um, yeah. Anyways, uh, people don't need me need me to go on and on. If you don't if you don't know him and you like the stuff we added, definitely check out his dis- discography because it is like as far as reggae goes, like I don't know, he just he does. He has a good voice. He has a good flow. Um. There's a reason that a lot of his tracks have millions and millions of plays on them. Let's do it again has 200 million plays. That's insane. Yeah, that was featured in a movie too. And when me and my wife heard it, because we've been listening to J Boog since the beginning, 
Like, no mm-hmm. way. Oh, he's, he's, he's starting to get big. Like, let's go. Street Life's another good one if you haven't ever heard that one. And it's got a video to it, too. It's amusing. Oh, really? Yeah, Street Life. I've, I've probably heard it. I'm really bad with, uh, like, actual titles of Yes, you songs. are. We've seen. Yeah. You're heard yeah. all result. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a strong <laughs> suit of mine. Um, but, I mean, it's, it, like, he's one of the artists that's very common for me to just throw like on in the car if I have like the kids with me or something, because, you know, like for the most part, like it's very chill music, especially if it's summer, dude. Yeah. You know, or we're going surfing or something. Yep. Good stuff. All right, boys. Uh, Let's let spooks go to bed and let's let me go to bed. And I guess <laughs> Rob. Maybe. Um, we'll see. Dude. It's so funny because we were both so exhausted before this started and I'm totally fine now. Yep, exactly. So <laughs> thank you guys for joining. It was a lot of fun. Uh, pitch your stuff real quick and uh, we'll get out of here. Yep. Hey, thanks so much for having us, guys. Uh, this has been Sweaty Spooks. You can find me at sweaty underscore spooks in all of the places. And uh, yeah, that's me. And this Native Raider spelled N8IV space R8R on YouTube. No space for the other uh, social media places like Twitter, um, TikTok, Instagram, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But best way to find us, join the Blueberry Lounge Discord. Uh, if you, if you, <laughs> hopefully there'll be a link in the description of this, uh, this, this show. And yeah, I can't wait to, to see more people join and us have some more fun together. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can do that. I'll definitely throw that in there. And, you know, guys, like real quick, because we to- we talked about your podcast, but we didn't actually talk about your podcast. Like, like, what are you guys about? What's the Blueberry Lounge about? Like, give me a like if people haven't heard, they should be listening. Um, it's on Spotify. It's everywhere where you find podcasts. But tell me about it, guys. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the Blueberry Lounge was originally my project, and that's been on kind of sleep for a little while. Uh, it's recently been resurged with uh, me meeting Raider, and uh, I'd like to think that we get along pretty well. <laughs> We're pretty yep. like-minded. Um, yeah. We enjoy PvP, and uh, of course, we speak a lot to the PvP environment, but we are not exclusive to PvP. Uh, we are actually quite open to the entirety of the end game as a whole. Um, and we just want to get to know cool people and shine a highlight on uh, cool people doing cool things and uh, see if we can do our part in uh, just helping other people enjoy the game. Perfect. I have no other words. Awesome. Well, boys, thank you very much for joining. I, uh, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm glad that this all worked out the way that it did um, because I think you guys are doing some good stuff our listeners if you're not already listening you should be and uh there's a link to the discord in the show notes because i totally remembered that tomorrow (laughs) and yeah this is um fluffy and grumpy raider people still play crucible oh by the way i'm yeah have you seen your uh reddit post my god the upvotes (laughs) (laughs) 